Hey guys, welcome into the show. It's Cancel This. It is Wednesday. Happy hump day. What's that, Tab? Are you up? You ready to rock? I didn't you know, I didn't realize we were on yet. Scotty's looking at me like, quit talking. Well, that's why I said happy hump day, everybody. <laughs> it is Cancel This. Go to cancelthisshow.com. I'm Vic Faust, Tab of the Hassle. Eric Johnson, Scotty Gherkin in studio. You know what we do here. News, news headlines, politics, mm-hmm. cancel culture, and society. We even throw some entertainment in there as well. Plus, coming up today, 8.30, Kathy mm-hmm. Helbig Strict will have her on. A little quicker segment, all about new construction, not only in the St. Louis area, but across the country. Another interview we have today, Nicole Marie at 9.45. We were told we needed to get her on. She drops her first single. She was an American Idol star. She's out of Ohio. Mm-hmm. I want to ask her about the damn train derailment there and... Um, is it New Palestine, Ohio? Yeah. East. East. East Palestine. Holy or moly. We call it Palestine. They call it Palestine. Pal- Palestine. You're, is Palestine. it? Is, how far away is that from Chicago? Do you know? I, You know, I don't know. I was just curious. Anyway, hmm. so we'll get into that today as well. Uh, go to canceltheshow.com. Share the show on all the sites. Like, subscribe. Let everybody know what's going on. We appreciate when you do that. Uh, coming up tomorrow, 9 o'clock, we're also going to uh, talk with a Missouri senator, but a lot of what he talks about not only goes throughout the state of Missouri, but around the country. Um, very, very interesting things with Nick Schroer. Um, We'll talk to him about the latest when it comes to governments and uh, states and their takeovers and what they do, not only with big cities when it comes to crime, but also across the state. Friday, we're going to talk with AON's Chanel Rion. I like that last name, Rion. It's like a perfume. <laughs> so she'll be at, coming up at nine o'clock as well. So uh, if you guys have cancel culture topics, ideas, know of anything that has been canceled, let us know. Heck, we'll do segments of things that maybe should be canceled. <laughs> yeah, really. And there are many of things that should. Many like, things. Like rock bands, right? Rock bands were canceled a long time ago. Isn't that right, Scotty? You know that's right. Yeah, it's all it's all part of it. <laughs> when MTV go, went to Cribs, it was it was over. We were done. Yeah. Bum, bum, bum. Uh, what was that other show with all the... Real, uh, the real world or whatever it with was. The, well, the ones with the... Oh, Jersey Shore. Jersey whatever. Shore, yeah. What yeah. a piece of I, crap that was. I would really like to ask a very important question today. Jump yes. right in. Eric, why are you on time? What? How is that important? That <laughs> is not that's even... Lack, a, no. That's lack of importance right there. No, Eric I'm, comes in and comes out. It's, it's all part of it right yeah, now. I was so right. shocked to see him walk in. I didn't even realize... You started the show. I'm like, holy cow. Nope. Kind of scared me. I almost pulled my gun. I'm like, who's here? (laughs) (laughs) I won't shoot you, Eric. It's okay. No, I'm okay with shooting. Yeah. (laughs) Not on the other side of it. (laughs) Jay says, cancel the Illinois government. Uh, Yes. Yes, Uh, yes. Yeah, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It's a joke now. Yeah, okay. There we go. We're rocking and rolling. We do everything. Johnson's it's suspicious for sure. It is certainly suspicious. Okay, okay, I think okay. he was out all night and he slept in the parking lot. Everything's always better with well, the, more the, Eric than less Eric. Okay, I mean, if you're going to start with me, what would you, you do for Valentine's Day last night? <laughs> I, You know what I did for Valentine's Day, believe it or not? Yeah, here we go. I, I met up with Kasha Stocky and her beautiful son, Kai. Does, he, does she not have a boyfriend? And no, we're single together. <laughs> <laughs> and... It's we're, like we're it's smart, like we're smart women. Remember Scotty and, and Vic back in the day when you go to the prom and you, no, and the girls wouldn't get a date, so they would just go together. It'd be like a gaggle of women or a, a gaggle. gaggle of girls. Well, I'll tell you what. We went to Wendy's, yeah. our favorite hey. place and sponsor of the show, mm-hmm. Wendy's, and there was a whole group of ladies there. 
I, I ran That's away. sad as hell. No, oh it's my God. fantastic. It's like, they were probably the happiest group of women I've seen in a long because time. <laughs> Misery loves company. And, I'm and, so happy. <laughs> and the band PDA was playing, who I found out, a good friend of mine, Charlie Barali, and his wife are in the band PDA. So it was a really fantastic night. But you know what I did, Eric? What's Valentine's that? Day is about other people. Mm. I, and, and also learning lessons. So yeah. I left here yesterday. I yeah. went and I bought some steaks mm-hmm. and some different things to cook lunch for my mom mm-hmm. and my son. Yeah. Well, I, I got the bright idea to go and buy $100 worth of instant lottery tickets. Okay, to give that's to this my is mom what you did son. for Valentine's Day? Well, that's my, nice. Well, my mom, my, my mom nice. doesn't want flowers. They die. You know, my son, he could, he, none of, they don't really, neither of them eat candy. Yeah. And so that leaves you with very little options. Lottery tickets, they and build your hopes up and then, and then they nail you down. Because I thought, you know what, maybe, Like a real relationship. Yeah, maybe they'll win a million dollars. You know, mm-hmm. people in St. Charles County. And then they County scratch it off and they won the nothing. A hundred dollars won nothing. Not even one dollar. Not even one Not even one <laughs> And you made a lot of people at Quick Trip behind one. you pissed off. No, I bought them in the machine. I have oh, okay. a secret lottery machine oh, I visit. secret lottery that, that wins no money <laughs> yes <laughs> perfect no, i know where that machine's that at <laughs> go in there tomorrow. oh my gosh that's awesome yeah anyway um, I, I had a, so i had a great valentine's sure day because you, you know what i did not do what you done i didn't i didn't go home and be mad at any guy okay because he watched too much football or because he was late yeah. coming home or because yeah. he might have talked to some girl why would you today? get mad at any guy for watching football <laughs> anyway we have to have a talk tab we have to have a talk after the show tab has made her mind up about the rest of her life so she is closed-minded to that whole subject <sighs> she came in in a nice red shirt yesterday all hopeful that someone would ask her out now she's in a black shirt <laughs> <laughs> My hope has died. <laughs> die, man, die. dreams are over oh, on Valentine's Day. That's right. Hopes and dreams are, are pretty much dead with the President of the United States. Did you see Josh Hawley? Yeah, he's Come going out. nuts. He's always going nuts on something. I well, like we Josh. talked about it on this show, and that's why we try to provide the perspective. The thing that gets me is the fact that we've always said he's not making decisions at the White House, right? We've said that over and over and over again. And it's easy for us to say it. We're not sitting Congress members, but, oh, my word, Josh Hawley on national television last night. Do we have that sound ready to go? Listen, okay, we all talked about what was shot down over the country, over Canada. Listen to Josh Hawley talk about the response that we got from the White House, or lack thereof. I came out of that briefing thinking that nothing that they said added up, and so here's, here's my conclusion. Either they're lying to us, which is very possible, considering that they lied about the Chinese spy balloon, or they're totally and completely incompetent. Or maybe it's both, which might be the most frightening possibility of all, but maybe the most likely. In either respect, we are not getting straight answers. And you know what? Joe Biden could solve this. He could go on national TV. He could level with the American people and say, here's what we know. Here's what we did, why we did it. But I don't think he'll do that, Sean, because it's not clear to me that he's actually making the decisions here. I don't know who's really in charge. I don't know where he is, but he doesn't appear to be the one calling the shots. Wow. True story. What do you oh, think? I think well, they lied, and I think they're incompetent. No, it's not that they lied. It's like there's these three objects. Uh, the balloon we saw, we don't even know what the balloon was to this date. It's so are still, you? Come it, on now. It, I, here's the deal. These planes have cameras on them. They have cameras on them. We, and we why have, aren't they releasing have, the footage? I don't know. Yeah. And, and because they have, they're lying, that's why. Well, I think Josh is right. They even have Democratic senators Both. going. They had Most Democratic senators that came out of these hearings yesterday said this. 
99% of everything they told us, there's no reason they shouldn't tell the American people. And then there's like this weird 1%. Maybe it was real UFOs. Maybe that's why they're not telling us. You know us. what? Have you I, heard? Have you I, I don't know that you're I wrong. I don't know that you're wrong. I don't know what's right How or do wrong. we know? A tic-tac we'll side. I mean, the, the, I always freaked out on the tic-tac uh, video from the Air Force pilot or the Navy pilot. And I was like, what is that thing? It could be a supersonic drone of some sort. It absolutely could. A Sidewinder missile doesn't miss much. And we shot one at one of these things and it missed. I don't. Did they ever say that the second Sidewinder hit the thing? I don't know. Why, why won't they release the video? We know they have good video. We know they have clear video. Why won't they release the video? Why were these objects not on NORAD? It, why do we have pilots making statements saying these objects interfered go. with my instruments? It, I, but, I didn't hear but that. But that doesn't mean they're UFOs. I, I mean, it could be just a drone, yeah. you know, with different types of technology on it. The fact is, is we we don't know. We it, it could it be a UFO? Maybe it, it's awfully odd. That one was shaped like a cylinder mm -hmm. and the other one was shaped like an octagon. One was mm -hmm. glass and shattered when they hit it. We have we we typically think I didn't hear any of this stuff. At you that can't I, handle the truth. Amen, brother. I, I, <laughs> whatever you just said. I mean, I'm not saying it's not true. I'm just saying I've never heard any of that stuff. Well, How did you hear it was glass I read, and it shattered? Because people, that was in national reports. It was I didn't being hear, reported. Wow. So you learned something new on no, this show I, every day. I didn't hear that until yesterday, Eric, that the pilots that there was at least one pilot that spoke of momentarily their functions weren't working. What? Yeah. So what's the purpose of an octagon as far as, um, as far as, uh, you know, the well, ability to fly? That's crazy to well, me. Well, that's what they also said. You know, the pilot, at least one of the pilots said, as well as Kirby, both said that these items don't have propulsion systems. But that, that can mean two different things. Not having a propulsion system doesn't necessarily mean it's a UFO. Correct. Uh, uh, not having a propulsion system, a balloon doesn't have a propulsion system. The, the, yeah, but it went Did from Montana hear? to Lake Huron. Or Lake Huron. Huron. But here's Huron. the thing. Okay, think about this. We've had so many coincidences lately. What is the coincidence that there was this balloon that we say came from China that came here to the United States ahead of these other objects. Either we did that in, with intent to blame it on China, and maybe because we knew these other objects were out there, or it could be that the balloon really did come from China, and so did these other objects. Yeah. But it doesn't appear to me like these objects came from China. Because, you know, what What people are not reporting is this didn't just happen in the United States. Whatever these objects are, they're being seen in other parts of the world. That's true. As well. China said that they had seen them as well, but you never know what And you don't know what's going is. on with China. But now Dude, we allegedly shot similar. down an Iranian drone as well over Syria. And, and, I'm and like, that happens all the time. I know, but it's like, what? Now we're, we're putting that information out from the State Department, yeah, but we're not yeah. talking about details. Well, drones are taking out tanks all over, uh, you know, uh, the... The Europe right now, Drones, they are. Drone, uh, yes. drone technology is, is weaponized. Drone technology is surveillance engines. Dr drone technology is all over the place. How fast these things move, that's the question drones to me. Drones are, are, are very big right now, you know, in, in the war in Ukraine. But these aren't drones, right? I don't think these are drones, no, because drones do have a propulsion system. And, and no, I, I do not think they're drones. And you know what, what I thought was the most interesting statement I heard from anyone was the general I spoke about the day the other day, Van Herc. And what he stated, and he's over Northern Command, which is over the operation used to take these whatever objects out. And he said, two statements actually, he said they are not balloons, A, they are not balloons, 
They are objects. Yes. And he said, B, they don't have propulsion system. He said one was shaped like an octagon, one was shaped like a cylinder. Mm -hmm. And is there a possibility that there is a balloon within these within these objects? And that's what's guiding it. He said, we don't know. We won't know till yeah. we recover it. But I'm going to say if they recovered an object that was shaped like a cylinder, an object that was shaped like an octagon, and there it was balloon powered, we would know that already. Yeah, uh, an octagon so balloon. That, I, don't I don't know what the, the purpose case. of an octagon balloon is. That's, I mean, what's it, there's no but, aerodynamic. There, I mean, I guess you could have a little bit of radar um, deception with, with an octagon. I don't know. I mean, it seems weird. If you're going to put a balloon up, and if it's going to be one of our own balloons, you would think we would know about it. It would be real easy for us to go, yeah, we actually shot down one of our NOAA um, you know, balloons. But we can talk <laughs> about this all day long. The problem is, as Josh Hawley said, we're not getting information still days after. Mm -hmm. The president is nowhere to be found. Yes, yes. Um, and the more inept that he is and that he shows to be, it seems as if the American public is just like, eh, whatever, that's what we get. I don't know what we can say, what we can do about it. I mean, he's being called out on certain networks, on certain platforms, like this one, just questioned. It's like, wait a second, where is he? What's going on? Who's actually running the country with those kinds of decisions? And I give Josh Hawley credit for bringing that up. I give Josh Hawley credit for for calling it out and going, wait a second. Well, what about John Tester? He's bringing it up, too. And, well, yeah. He's I a mean, Democrat. He is. And that brings more to the table, but at least... Josh Hawley, from a conservative standpoint, I, I mean, he's speaking up. Yeah. He's trying, and he brings up some great points, and he puts it eloquently. Like, what the hell is going on? We deserve answers. And I realize when it comes to national security, we can't know the answers to everything. You know, sometimes that's not safe to, but, but this is something we should be able to know. We should know. What did you shoot down? What was it? You know, but think about this. Maybe they maybe they really don't know. Maybe whatever they shot down, they they have recovered, and they're still trying to figure it out. Do we and, really think that they would green light to shoot something down that they didn't know what it was? I'm not buying that. I don't buy it. Either. I don't know. <clears throat> they're too they're they're too cautious about. I mean, they would want to know what's going on, what it is, why it's there before they would take it down. I would certainly without think so. a threat. Yeah. I mean, there's no way they would just go, oh, let's just go shoot Yeah, it if it's a UFO over the Yukon or over Alaska. Well, they you, chose wise you, you areas could, to do it. Why would they even report on that? Who reported on that? You know, and it's, they, the military probably has these kind of operations every day well, they, that we don't know they about. They do, but it's hard for them not to report on it because there are so many people out there these days who watch. Not over Prudhoe Bay. I well, mean, my no, God, there's, there's no one there in Prudhoe Bay. There are people who watch the trajectory of our jets. And when jets scramble out of a military base, there are a lot of people who know that. And and I've already seen the tracking of these jets and where they went. And as a matter of fact, I was kind of surprised with some of the aircraft that our government sent out. You know, I, 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 I took a picture. I'll have to go back and look later. But there was one that it sent out, which was like a bomber. I'm like, why are we sending a bomber out? It's it's an, just another an object. It's another game. It's like the it's like the Biden administration says, "Oh, you guys haven't had enough of Clue. Here's another game of Clue for you guys to talk about. What's in the Manila envelope in the middle of the game board? And then it's all about these objects that are coming over the United States. And we have this radio show today. That's talking about trying to figure out what it is, and we cannot figure it out. This is not transparency. Well, we can't figure it out, because and it's like it's because like they're not telling. It's us. like it's like everything that this this these these clowns do with this this uh, train derailment in uh, in uh, the middle of Ohio right now. This is killing 
everything up there, yet the EPA's up there saying, oh, everything's cool. No, I'm it's glad not. You, yeah, no, I'm glad I mean, it's stories. everything. It's I'm just, glad you brought that up, Eric, because what the hell is going on? I mean, this could be a disastrous deal. It yes. is and, a disastrous deal. And it's deal. gotten zero coverage the entire weekend. And I'm sorry, we're not trying to be, oh, Mr. Conspiracy, Mrs. Conspiracy Theorist, but guess what? This happens, and then what are we talking about all weekend long? The objects. That's why we started with the objects yeah. to talk about this subject. We're still talking about that. Yeah, it, it's they're both important subjects, but where's the coverage on what's going on in Ohio? It's ex- it's like a it's like a train derailment in Wentzville, Missouri. Is about the equivalent. If you, I mean, for we're here in St. Louis, so um, it's about that. And then you have toxic, noxious fumes that are getting into the Missouri River. Imagine that. I'm just doing. The, and then, the, and then the, you're basically your local government saying, okay, all this noxious gas that we just released, you're fine to go back to your house now, but you can smell it. It's killing your dog. It's killing your cat. Your cows are now dying. And your government is saying, nothing to see here. Yes, there is, fool. Well, this it's is, vinyl chloride. Yeah, it's a mile deadly. away. It, it's just a mile away from where people live. It, it, absolutely so. And, and what we have to remember, what's so crazy about this is that it created acid rain across oh the region. So remember when you see those photos of that giant cloud going up in the air? Well, that created acid rain over a very large region. And so that very large region is facing a, a, a problem of, of animals dying, contaminating the water. We're, we're seeing massive fish die off. In all these areas, it's already gone into what was it? Was it the Ohio River? It's yes. already made its way into and, and it's not, going guess, down to Pittsburgh. And guess that's where that's going? That's going right into the Mississippi. That's right. And what is that going to do as it makes its way down into the? Gulf? I don't know. Ask the media. It's a really <laughs> Ask the administration. Ask Buttigieg. They, and what about all of these people who have breathed the, this these chemicals in? They're screwed. And, and not only that, but we, let's remember liver was it, damage, liver cancer. Was I mean, Norfolk? all kinds of stuff. Was it Norf? Is it wasn't it Norfolk? Wasn't that the train department? They they lied about what was on the train. That's yeah. the most important part. They lied. They were not supposed to be transporting this number and these different types of, of chemicals. Yeah. Yet they did. They did transport it. There was a derailment. And then to bring it all, you know how we've been talking about how many so, so many coincidences lately? Yeah. It just happens to be that Netflix made a movie called White Noise about a train derailment yep. with chemicals in it in Ohio, right there at East, Wait, pa- in East Palestine. See, I need to know. I need. I need like a daily briefing on all this stuff because I didn't know that. What is that? They. It's like. It's like we get hints years in advance of all of this stuff. Eric, you just took <laughs> on my camera. Phone. It wasn't even this, years, months, months just in months. advance. It's and, like. And some of the people who keep live, an eye out on Netflix and and the Simpsons, I guess. Some of the people who live in East, they call it Palestine, I believe, is what how they pronounce it there. The people who live in this East Palestine. They are saying that they were even actors in this movie, which is even crazier. You can't make it up. You, I know. And so, but how this are, happened February third. Yeah, this yes, just didn't it's not happen. New. It's just that the news isn't covering it. Well, and this because should be you know the what? number one story next to the earthquake in Turkey. You know why it didn't make news? Because we do get train derailments, which is another not re- like this. No, not well. There's been a few, but it's another example of why. Here's a make the XL pipeline a thing. You would not have these kind of environmental challenges if you dumped fuel, which is that which we did do just recently up in in Washington State. Um, and not to mention, it, it just goes to show that we need to have a better gra- grip 
on what we're transporting across our rail system. We do. I mean, this if this happens, we just knocked out an entire town. This will be a ghost it's town. It's more than This a is town. like the dioxin that happened here just down no, the street is. in St. Louis. But it just all starts to add up. I mean, one thing after the other after the other. And it has nothing to do with, oh, it not being a big story. In this day and age with so much technology and media coverage covering just about anything and everything... Not a lot of coverage on this until just the last weekend. That's it. And still not a ton nationally. Now, it should be as more and more families are getting their stories out there. But for it to be February 15th and on the 3rd, this happened. We're talking about two weeks. It complete, Almost two weeks. Complete media blackout. It, as some people on the comment line are saying, people uh, reporters have been arrested for trying to cover the story. What? Like, arrested? Yeah, arrested for trying to cover the story. They do not want this to be in the media. There is a media blackout. There's a reason why it, it's not being talked about in the media. And I mean even us, we've been so busy, we haven't had, just haven't had time mm-hmm. to talk about it, but we've at least been aware of it. Eric, this is such a big disaster. It, I really think it's unlike anything we've seen with prior train derailments because did you see that cloud they say it was the equivalent of dropping a nuclear bomb on this town and that cloud went up and in that cloud was all of these chemicals and those chemicals came back down over a very wide area so we're talking about a very large portion of ohio and wherever that cloud would have drifted to with acid rain coming down and potentially killing animals Mm -hmm. um ruining land People, Boom. their properties are going to be worth nothing. Yeah. The reports are coming out now. Animals and fish being found yes. dead. Yeah. Yes. And not trying to overhype it, but this is another massive situation. And how did it derail? Right in the middle of a damn know. town. Exactly yeah, I right. Don't, I don't even know. I don't we even know if they've no, reported and on I, that. Yeah, I didn't ask you for an answer. I mean, expecting to have an answer. Right, right. We don't know. And you'll never know. And we're not being you'll told. You'll never know. What the heck's going on? There's also, I was also being told about a couple of these things happening, uh, another one in Arizona not getting coverage. It just reminded me of the production plants, food production plants, meat production plants. All of a sudden, um, oh, they're going, they're they're being set on fire. We don't know why. Um, oh, we have grid companies uh, being attacked. Um, have Ooh. these sorts of derailments happened a lot in our history? They've happened, but yeah. I, I don't know to this extent and how does this continue and to go on? who's the moron? Who's the moron that said, well, we're just going to dump this stuff in a trench that's and not protected, it. that's not protected. It will get into the water source. And then we're going to light the thing on fire and create a toxic fume over this community. Who was that moron? Who in the hell well, was the one that- Well, that would be firefighters. And, and I think, you know, they're thinking- No, no, I don't no, no, no. The- then they're morons. Because well, here's the deal. You figure a way to siphon every ounce of that garbage up into some kind of a tank. But, but no, what they did is they, they put it into a ditch and they burned it. Because Bingo. That, because that's, that's what bad. That's what their training tells them to do. That's bad. Well, what- well, They just put it into the water, into the water table. We well, they didn't- do training. Well, no, these were these were hazardous. Ha- I think what they did with burning the chloride was what they were supposed to do. No, but, but the problem had already happened by the time they did that. It, it none of it mattered. It was already too late because as soon as that train derailment happened and you had that giant explosion and that giant mushroom cloud, there are already experts out there. And I know Jay on the comment line said, "Oh, it's just ash." It's not just ash. You can go out and and read the comments from scientists, um, environmentalists, and different people who are saying that it rained down. 
acid, vinyl acid yeah, no, across a very large to area me, this of is Ohio. Simple. To me, this is simple. Who Who's at fault here? Whoever owns the rail system and this Norfolk, um, it, who is the, who is running? It's, it is Norfolk Southern. Okay, Norfolk Southern. You guys are on the hook for about, I don't know, how. what's the population of this town? You're on the hook for housing these people for up to a year until the real, not the EPA, because it seems like they don't care, but people that know how to clean this mess up can go in there and clean the mess up completely. So you're on the hook. If Whether it's $5 billion, $100 billion, sucks to be you. Call your insurance company, whatever it is. It's but every single person in this town right now should have their dogs on a chain. They should have a suitcase, and they should be driving up the street to get the hell out of this place. Well, they'll, Period. they'll have to. But here, there, from what I understand, there's, not, there's no Red Cross there. There's no FEMA there. There's no one to help these people. They are completely on their own. I thought that that's starting to move in now. It, help. it may be, but look how long it's taken. I thought taken. FEMA was national. It took two to three days. I thought you had C-130s with FEMA gear all in it, and you could fly them anywhere you wanted to go. This, If this is the truth, Tabitha, but, then anyone can walk a dirty bomb over the border and put it in any little rural people community. People have already done that. They just are waiting for the call. These I mean, this is, a, this is a dry is run for something like that. Is our government... And state government Ohio that bad? It you know or yeah, because it you looks have like residents it is. saying it took two to three days for them to be evacuated. Exactly. Exactly. But you know, but here's what the problem is that a lot of people miss is is that they didn't know what they were dealing with in the very beginning. Because Norfolk Southern, think about this. Okay. This was a fifty car freight train. Here we go. Carrying vinyl chloride. Okay. Well, guess what? To increase revenue, they classified it as non-hazardous <laughs> it should have been classified then they, as then they need to build hazardous. them new ha homes so these people whatever it is it's so much bigger than that are so these people who are responding these you know to these teams that clean up hazardous waste mm -hmm. they didn't realize what exactly was contained at first they didn't realize what happened at first because yeah. the train says guess what non-hazardous yeah. Well, then this needs to come out. Pete Buttigieg needs to stop being such a puss, and he needs to resign. He it's needs to all, resign. This all falls, Pete, falls on him. Pete Buttigieg just needs to resign, period. I'm sorry. Well, he has There's so many people in that cabinet that need to resign. Well, Republicans him. have been calling him out. Now Democrats are calling him out. Heck, even AOC went after him on that. AOC bullet. did. Omar <laughs> did. Who who doesn't like Elon Omar all of a sudden? She's like attacking all of their their her own because they're just incompetent boobs. Well, we're it, talking. But it's, nor, it's northern. It's it's northern is it Nor Norfolk Norfolk Southern yeah. who's really to blame because if let's say if the hazardous people that responded burned the chloride they did so because they were told it was something different. I'm just how mm, do we know how close this is to Cleveland? Is Cleveland the closest city? I'm just curious because our singer that we talked to today at nine forty five Central Time, um, she's from Ohio and she's from that Cleveland area and. I'll be curious to well, find out what kind of information they're getting in Ohio from there. Yeah, I mean, it's close to her heart. It, even if Springfield caught on fire, you know, we're yeah. in Missouri. Well, so. the Joplin tornado, yeah, I do remember exactly that. exactly right. That's for sure. This is CancelThisShow.com. Once again, CancelThisShow.com. Scott Gurkin, Eric Johnson, Tab of the Hassle. I'm Vic Faust. Uh, you know what we do here? Lots of news headlines, politics, cancel culture, society, you name it. Everything we do is trying to help you out, too, give you the information that maybe you don't know or help you out in your everyday life. Part of that includes the real estate market, and we've teamed with, um, I don't know if there's anybody better. I'll, she may say there's somebody better maybe in America, but not in the St. Louis area. It's Kathy Helbig-Strick, real estate partners, 
Expect to be moved. Uh, Kathy, good morning. Welcome in today. Yeah. I, I love good the morning. fact that we're sticking to one topic today. We're sticking to one topic, yes. And Would, well, we're going to try anyway. <laughs> <laughs> there may be something in there. Last week, you told us. Next week. was new construction. New construction, because yes. it's a massive topic now. It is. With everything going I on. I love it. I love Jump it. Jump right in. It is. Yeah, the uh, builders are back out in full force again. They kind of had a little slowdown last fall. Um, but they did some catch up. Uh, their pipelines are clearing up a little bit, and uh, they're they're in full force of new construction, at least in our area. So you know what what I run into a lot is that people don't necessarily understand or even think that there's a role for a real estate agent in the new construction process. So educate, oh, teach. I'm going to tell you why you question. were wrong. That's the case. <laughs> you know. So what happens is you you typically go into a a display home, a, a subdivision, yes, a development do. that has mm-hmm. multiple houses built by the builder that you can go through and see their floor plans. There's usually someone sitting in one of those display homes yep. that you would assume is maybe a realtor or works for the builder. Um, it can be a hostess or it can be, you know, someone that's employed by the builder. Most of the time, sometimes they have their license, sometimes they don't. <clears throat> they don't have to when you work for a builder. But the key word there is they work for the builder, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So so you're going in and you're talking with just like the use, the, the car salesman yeah, at buying the dealer. A Bentley. Correctly, correct. Mm-hmm. So you're talking to them. Um, you really don't have anybody that's advising you. They're going to advise you as to the standard procedures to go through, but they're not necessarily working on your behalf. Okay. So, but the reason why a lot of people don't call an agent is they think they want to keep their costs down. Right. And so this person's knowledgeable about the product. They're nice. They've spent a lot of time with me. They've given me some advice on like mm-hmm. picking some options and things like that. So why would I call in an agent? It's probably going to cost me more money. Yeah, right. Right? Is that what most people think? Yeah, middleman. Get rid of the middleman. Exactly. And they are so wrong. They are they so wrong <laughs> in the in most cases. I'm not going to say there's not a one-off, you know, there's some one-off builders out there um, that have different setups. But generally speaking, when you're talking about the big builders in town that have the developments, what happens is they budget the years prior, they look at how many times did we have a, a client come in and use a real estate agent. So that is a cost basis factor that goes into all of their budgeting, all of their planning as a percentage wise of what their past has shown. Because a lot of people do use realtors. So just like they're figuring out how much do our sewers cost us? Yeah. You know, how much is excavating? They're gonna say, is there gonna there's there's a cost to clients that that want representation. So that's factored in, whether you walk in with an agent or not, in most cases. Okay. Is this the same all around the country, the information you're giving us? I can't say there's like there's areas somewhere that might be different, but for the most part, that's gotcha. what I understand. It is definitely in our, in our uh, geographic area. So what, what I'm saying is you're not going in and saying, hey, because I don't have a realtor, can you take 12 grand off the price for me? Okay. Yes. That why doesn't not? happen. Well, sure it is. No, no. I know that's my personality. I'll tell you that. <laughs> exactly. I can at least exactly. ask the question. You can ask, yeah. but it's in most cases, like I said, there's some one-off builders, uh, custom, things like that, where it's literally just a cost basis plus a percentage. Yeah. That might be different. Right. But when you're talking the developments, it's built in because they also have to look at, they, they're they not going to give you a deal and then sell your neighbor the exact same house with the exact same elevation and you got it for 12000 cheaper because you went in without an agent. So there's a lot of reasons why that doesn't necessarily 
work like that. Okay. So whether there's an agent or not, it's the same going to the builder. That's just a little bit more in, in their pocket. It also goes towards who sometimes there's an agent representing the neighborhood. So even though you're not using that agent as your agent, that agent is a marketing agent like Cole Banker, Berkshire Hathaway, you know, yeah. some of the big the big companies have contracts for new construction with these developments to put them in the MLS, to market the, to market for signs, things like that. So there's a cost that goes to them regardless so if let's, you use an agent or not. Let's let's step back. Talk this is such a great idea because inventory is real low. Some mm-hmm. of these places that they're building I've been very interested in. Um, here, what is the strategy? So you go, I like the area. I know there's some amenities I want added to a home that I want to buy over there. Do I call you first? And I say, here's, here's the, I don't even go on a Saturday afternoon and go to look at the de- demo house. I come to you first. Absolutely. And here's the reason why. And most people don't okay. because they don't understand this. Because they're excited to go see it. They're excited to go see it. And a lot of times you go look at houses when you're really early in the process. You're not quite ready to pull the trigger, but you're going to go kick tires, right? right? So the problem with this is that over time, builders, especially when they're booming, when they're not booming, then they love realtors. Yeah. <laughs> when, when they are booming, then there's parameters that they put in place mm-hmm. that basically says, and some of them are, are more strict than others, if your agent didn't introduce you to our development, then there's not we're not going to participate in a payout with them. Okay. So it kind of precludes, precludes you from having representation. You can hire an agent on your own. Yeah. Sometimes they don't even like to work with us in that situation. Like they won't let you into the um, design rooms to help them pick out their features and things like that. So really, yeah, yeah, it's getting it's getting kind of crazy with the parameters they're putting on. But so what they do is certain builders. You have to either call ahead of time and schedule your appointment, or you have to show up with your buyer. If the buyer walks in before you, months ahead before you, and they sign in and say, oh, I don't have a realtor because they haven't really gotten to that stage yet in their mind, then potentially when you are more serious and you're ready to build, that builder can either not allow the agent in or not at least really? at minimum not participate with like, pain. They don't it's like so it. it's so important when you're buying a new home from a builder, in my opinion, to use an agent because guess what? Almost like an attorney. Yes, you are there to represent the buyer and right. And as much as you know, I've known a lot of home builders, and most of them are are wonderful, great companies. But mm-hmm. there are some that aren't. Right. And and it's not even that they're not trying to honor the buyer, but but there are things that you know about that the buyer doesn't. Correct. If I went in right now and bought a new home, a new construction, I wouldn't have the faintest clue what my rights are. Exactly. What I can see, what I can't see, exactly. what I can do, what I can't do. They might call me and say, well, that bathtub's not available now because of shortages, 100%. but yet you paid for it. And, yep. and you have to have someone like you to represent right. the wow. buyer. At least we know what's norm and what's not norm. You're doing this one time. We're That's doing right. it over and over and over again with people. So we can, then there has been times when I've sided with the builder, like the, the buyer gets all up in arms and I'll be like, you know what? This really is kind of how it how At least it you're works. honest. And, and you at least you know, at least you have the knowledge. Exactly. I wouldn't exactly. have the faintest clue. And because I wouldn't have the faintest clue as the buyer, I would probably lose out on, on things maybe yes. I could have done or changes I could have made that yeah. I wouldn't know about. For, for sure. There's, there's things that I look at when I'm helping you build that I'm looking at when you call me five years from now to sell this house, you're going to be in the best position for mm-hmm. resale. 
Yeah. Not everybody's doing that when you're sitting there at yeah. the table. They're, mm-hmm. they're just up charging you. Put in the granite. Put in the crown molding. Trim your doors. And I'm like, wait a minute. You're, yeah. you're going to not do a three-car garage because right. you want crown yeah. molding? That like, would be me. No, don't. You know I, I would be making all the wrong choices. I know a lot of people that they just know what they want. And they're just like, you, yes. know, you know what? I, uh, what I'm about to say to you makes no sense. Mm-hmm. And that's me. Because <laughs> well, I believe that. No. <laughs> I mean, I'm in the, I'm in the yeah. market for a house. What yeah. can I say? And there's just certain things. And just talk a little bit about going through the process of, like I was talking last night over dinner. I said, you know what? If I want a house, I want one on a lake. Well, if I can't get the lake, mm-hmm. at least I have to have this. Right. And if I can't get this, mm-hmm. then you, you, you just keep walking down the aisle. Correct. That, is that a good way of looking at it and not just going and seeing something willing to go, I guess I'll settle for this? Yes, but, but a lot of times your parameters do change because – People do have when you're if you're not building something. Yes, it's rare that you're going to find the the house that checks every single box right. for you. Do you wait? Is it better to wait? It's better to go build. It's better. It, to go I mean, build. if you want it to yes. be exactly like you want it to be, then go build it. Can building a house be cheaper than finding one that's in current inventory? Can depends can it, on can, but okay. then you've also got all the extras afterwards of blinds, landscaping. You know, all of those things that you're going to add to the house that is now outside of your mortgage. Mm -hmm. So you need to make sure, you know, you got to think about those things as well. Eric, I have some advice for you. If you're looking for, just (laughs) give Kathy a call. Talk to her right after the show. You give her a call. She's going to take care of it. I've got too many questions. Kathy (laughs) held She won't like it. She'll hate it. No, she won't. She deals with this. I guarantee (laughs) she might have. There's a chance she might have had somebody who had more questions than you would have. Yes. Kathy Helbig Strick, experienced real estate partners. (laughs) Expect to be moved. Uh, 314-276-SOLD. 314-276-SOLD. A question from our comment line. Sure. Kathy. What do you think of new construction? And I know that's a general wide. Yes. I mean, there may be some builders that may, and I, I guess beauty's in the eye of the beholder, mm-hmm. but in general, what do you think and what are you seeing with new construction? Well, we saw a little bit of a price break after the fall slowdown. We saw, the obviously, the lumber prices came down. Wow. And builders were starting to be a little more pliable. Mm-hmm. We're probably going to get back to, you know, not quite what we saw two years ago, but we're going to get back to them not being very negotiable right now for a little while. Land is precious and, and uh, it's expensive. So Mm. the cost of things have gone up quite a bit. I'm, I'm as a realtor, it's a little bit shocking to see what you can build now compared to what I've used to helping people build five years ago. It's a little bit of a sticker shock. But I don't think we're ever going backwards on our prices. I, I just read about that last night. What? I was looking at investments. You know, I keep telling my son, the only way a person can truly generate wealth is through real estate. It is a surefire method of generating wealth. And since I think I read it since 18, I'm sorry, since 1987, real estate has increased in value by 441%. Right. Right. It never decreases, you know, except for in some There was a couple areas. small decreases right. through like the the bubble burst in 2008, but very minimal did it go down and then it and then it came back. Again. Everyone should invest in real estates. Where is a plot of that. land? If if you it, let's 
Okay, where are the builders building up right now? Is it is it Defiance? Is it where's the areas that you can actually put new Winsfield, houses? Winsfield, Defiance, Troy, like every, everything heading out that direction. That sounds like St. Charles County. St. Charles County, <laughs> you got it. Uh, obviously, Kirkwood, they're still doing teardowns. Going, going and, north up towards the river, is that is a play? Well, I don't know what the area is up there, past Newtown and all that stuff. Is yeah, that, a little bit, but I don't see as much as much growth there as we see okay. farther west. Is there any is there any affordable land yet uh, still to build on as far as this? Because I, every time I've checked land, I'm like, oh, my mm-hmm. Lord. I used to buy houses for this price, and it was just a plot of land. Is, mm-hmm. it, is there anything affordable out there that you... I mean, it's all relative to how how however far out you're willing to go, the more affordable the, okay. the land is. That is and, and that's so true. The mm-hmm. house that my son is selling this week, mm-hmm. out, out of your territory, yes. unfortunately... <laughs> It's 22 acres. Yeah. Okay. And, and you know what? Here in, in this area, 22 acres would be a whole lot of money. Mm-hmm. Out in the country in the middle of nowhere in southern Missouri, mm-hmm. it's it's worth very little. Okay. So it really depends on where you go. We also hear about um, construction not only in the state of Missouri. Where are you hearing there's a lot of new construction? Is it the south? Because you're, oh, so many people moving to Florida. So many people moving to Texas. And there's so yeah. many vast uh, areas. Obviously, Austin was huge. Texas. New construction. Houston. Yeah. Yeah. A lot in Houston. Um, let's see. It, any of the warm territories? Florida is crazy. The, the construction going on in Florida, Florida is absolutely yeah. insane. Yeah. So. Where would you be building in Florida? Just everywhere? Everywhere. Yep. Well, they it's can a mass build. exodus yeah. to Florida during COVID. In Texas, in Texas, <laughs> so, correct? Texas? In Texas, yeah. Yeah. Okay. What's what is some other spots other than Texas and because you help people all over, right? Mm-hmm. What's some other places? If it's not Florida, if it's not Texas, where would you go? I like Carolinas. Carolina, okay. Virginia, yep. like yeah. kind of. What about Alabama, like southern Alabama by Mobile? You yeah. still have the ocean yeah, yeah. down mm-hmm. there? Yep. That would be good. Very, very pretty. And also an area that's booming as well. Yeah, Mississippi. Yeah, uh, just just kind of the people that don't really want to be in Florida, but right. get that weather. I don't want to be Destin around Destin area that. is crazy. You can't go booming. to Destin, can it's you? It's so expensive. That's our sister, that's our sister city, Destin yeah. and Pensacola yeah. for St. Louis. Yeah. What do you mean it's our sister city? It's where we all go. Yeah. It's where we oh, all go. Yeah. Not, Not me. Not me. It's an easy trip. It's I'm going down trip. to the Keys. Yeah. Well, that's a little harder. Is your son looking to build in a house, Tabitha? He, actually, he is looking to to purchase real estate. He's selling his his. In fact, we we were supposed to go today, but he's sick. We're going to clear out his his father passed away, mm-hmm. and he he just recently sold his home. And I told him you need to start investing in real estate, and that is exactly what he's going yeah. to do. Everyone should. If you want a surefire way to make money mm-hmm. over a period of time, here's a question from the text line. Ready? Sure. And I agree with this 100. percent all they're building is apartments in St. Charles, okay? Do you ever talk to a sit-down client and say, look, the home values in this area are going to kind of start to come down because there's so much multifamily going up. Is that ever a discussion that you have Not with yet. clients? No. Can you? Could you have that? I mean, would we, you, like... We could, but we haven't seen it yet. It's like, it's, like, <clears throat> it's like foreseeing the future kind of a thing. Yeah. I mean, we're seeing apartment buildings go up everywhere, not just St. Charles County. Okay. But we're also still seeing you know, single residential homes go up too. So watching the builders, that gives you an indicator. When they Mm -hmm. pull back or they're surging forward, that's a very good indicator of what's happening. But guys, I've told, I've got a friend, what are they building? What are they building most of? And he's a builder. He's in Nevada Mm. and Reno Mm. and places West. He's like, we're building way more multi-complex buildings, Mm -hmm. apartment buildings than we are homes. I don't know. I mean, I guess it just depends on the area. Maybe, maybe, too. Is that a, is that a question of affordability? 
I mean, don't you think it's for like, sure. it's like you can't afford a house, so you might as well just start for building sure. these apartments. For sure, and maybe as more apartment buildings come up, then some of the rent prices will come back down because then we have more to, to choose yeah. from as well. And, yeah. and it's going to change. If the we rent can, prices are going up rent crazier prices, than the home sales. They sure are. Are ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But it's at some point here in the state of Missouri, we're hoping to eliminate a lot of the personal property tax. Yes. And I think the personal property tax causes more people to move into apartments maybe versus buying a home. Amen. But when that tax That's right. when that tax law changes, yes. people are going to flock to buy a new home. Absolutely. And that's Absolutely. a that's a big topic in the state of Missouri. I'm not sure about other states, mm-hmm. but it, it it could I I legitimately could see how it could happen in the state of Missouri. Yeah. I'm yeah. hearing that much push from politicians in the state both on the Republican the and Democratic side. From Missouri. It we'll know will, tomorrow. It will be. <clears throat> We'll know tomorrow. Talk to Nick. See what the, what's well, going go. through. I know. I was well, like, what's going on tomorrow? Yeah. Well, he won't have the answer. <laughs> well, he'll, he, he's in the game now. Yeah. He's in the game, but And he knows how to answer the, the question. Yeah, absolutely. No doubt. Mm-hmm. But it, it seems like the push for, for the property taxes is going away, is is, is, is at least there. Um, this this insane, I say insane, but it's not. The 7.5 in um, uh, rate of getting a loan is yep. kind of coming high. down, coming down, coming down. Hopefully. Yesterday we saw low sixes. Oh, um, one of my loan partners locked a VA loan at five point one two five yesterday. Okay, okay, and so then being good. able to negotiate these house prices down a little bit to get people yes. excited about yeah. this, and we'll see another a typical surge of spring and summer. Yes, because that's high time. We did see properties tick up a little bit. <coughs> we were almost at three eight three eighty yesterday on new yeah. cons- on. Uh, New listings in 111 oh, coming there soon. You go. So, don't you hate people like me who know a little bit, but I don't know enough to make an accurate decision <laughs> in real life? You know, I mean, no, you got to see this all the time. Loves people like you. Know, you. I was gonna say, actually, you're my favorite. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Tyler. Because once I win you over, I have you for life. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly right. Sure. It's true. And that's why we need people like you, yeah. because so many of us don't know. I mean, I know right. a little bit from my family's right. real estate business, but... Even I wouldn't want to sell a house. I, as a matter of fact, I woke up this morning thinking about you coming in today, mm-hmm. and I was thinking how valuable it is to have an agent. Too yeah. many people think, and, and I've my family has learned this <laughs> firsthand, yeah. it's so easy to think, well, I don't need an agent. I'm going to save the commission. Yes. I'm going to sell the house myself. And trust me, we've gone that route. And we tried to sell a duplex, had an offer, didn't didn't work out. And then guess what? The day we listed it with a real estate mm-hmm. agent, six offers mm-hmm. in one yep. day, Meeting our price and above what we yep, were looking for. Exactly, you have to have it, an agent. We we typically do pay for ourselves and yes, then some. A that's lot right. Of I'm going to say this: though. <coughs> you got to you got to do your due diligence and find. You're you're, you fan, you're, you're fantastic. But I will tell I will you this: 100 percent agree. I'll tell you this: I have a few friends that are realtors, mm-hmm. and they only care about making money off mm-hmm. of me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like I'm like offended, Vic. I'm like yeah. I'm like do wait they a tell, minute. Do they tell you this? No, but when I went back and did the math, I was like, mm-hmm. wait a minute. Yeah. You got to be. You charge me for this. You charge for me for this. What the hell? You're out of the family. So it is. It is very. It is true. Important because you're going to be around with these people. Yep. For the rest of their lives, maybe. I get invested with my people. You know, there was a new construction story. I'll make it really quick. Um, they, my billboard had been outside of these people's house for 20 years. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they see me every single By day. By the way, those billboards work. <laughs> they do. They do. Yes, I, they I can't do. tell you. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've seen her billboard all over yes, the place. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So these, I can't these wait people till we have can been afford looking billboards. at me forever, and they always knew they were going to use me to, to sell their house when the time came. So yeah. what do they do? They're thinking about, oh, are we going to remodel? Are we going to move? Let's jump in the car, honey. It's a pretty day. Let's go drive around and look at new construction. Yes. So they do. And so they wander onto a subdivision Uh without me, obviously, because they hadn't hadn't reconciled in their mind if they're doing anything yet. 
Yeah. So then, of course, they sign in. They get a little closer to making this decision. They call me and they have, have me come over to talk about selling their house. And then they also want me to help them represent them on the build. Well, then the builder steps in and says, eh, 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 you didn't register when you came in. She didn't introduce you to the property. And we have a, a, a real estate agent that we would like to refer you to. And that, no. just so you know, there's a special deal. And there is, this happens a lot out there. There's mm. a partnership relationship with an agent that they're referring you yeah. to that's going to give you a discount if you list their house with them. For a reason. Why is that builder sending you to that person for a reason? That person's giving you a discount at listing price to sell your house because they want to make sure you use them. Mm -hmm. yeah. Because, again, where are the loyalties with that? Yeah. And so they didn't like that. It made them mad. And they called me. They're like, yeah. what do we do? And I'm like, let me call them. I've, got a, I've had a great relationship with this builder over the years. I call them, and they were literally like, mm. they were just didn't want to deal with it. And so yeah. I was literally like, I can't believe that you are – causing yeah. these people to not have who they want. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do it for freaking free because they're you. not going to block me from coming in and giving you representation. That makes, I was That's so awesome. mad. It, they ended up paying me, but I went into that knowing I'm doing this because you need that's, an advocate. There you go. And that's and Kathy Helbig. I'm in. Kathy I'm in. Helbig, so, yep. Kathy I'm Helbig in. strict experience, real estate partners expect to be moved. 314-276 old 314 Two seven six sold. If you have any questions, real estate, come on. You, you're starting to get to know Kathy. Whether it's here, whether it's out of state, give her and her team a call. Um, you can trust her. We know her. She's a part of the show as well. Three one four two seven six sold. Do you have any ideas about uh, a topic for next week yet, or should because I I'll know I'm putting shoot, you on I'll the spot. I'll shoot you one. I'm actually heading out to uh, Miami, so maybe it'll oh, be right. houseboats. Who knows? Fun. <laughs> We're gonna go to the boat show down there. Wait a oh, minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! <laughs> I, I thought barnuminiums were cool. Now we're talking about houseboats. We're get on a houseboat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love that. You can park a houseboat right on the Missouri River. My brain River, is Eric. not on next week's topic yet, but it will be. Hey, well, think about this: Sleepless in Seattle. That was a houseboat, right? Yes. With Tom I, Hanks. I love it. I would live yeah. on a houseboat in a flash. If we had a place here. To put a houseboat, yeah. I would live in one. Yeah. Missouri River, baby. Go get your, <laughs> go get your houseboat, Eric. Disgusting you with that be. And your mosquitoes. <laughs> mosquitoes and waves and yep. logs. Wait, and when's the boat show in Miami? Uh, this weekend. Like, I think it starts maybe Thursday. Nice. Yeah, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Yeah, I can think excited. of worse places to be. Mm -hmm. Kathy, thanks again. Thank you for being so honest and direct. Uh, that's you. some of the uh, the chat line response that we're getting. Appreciate so it. Uh, enjoy your time in Miami. We'll catch up with you, you next week. Are you week. taking a flight out of here? Yeah, I'm actually running home to finish putting stuff in my suitcase and then heading to the airport. There you go. <laughs> so, Have, a yeah. Have a great yeah. day, Kathy. Right, thanks, we guys. appreciate it. Kathy it sucks to be trip. us. We don't get <laughs> to go to Miami, I know. Vic. No, not yet. Not yet. Look at poor Tab. She's dead serious. Please take us with you. Kathy Helbig Strick. Kathy Helbig Strick. Experienced real estate partners. Expect to be moved. Once again, 314-276-SOLD. Uh, just give her a call. And if you do, if you have questions, let her know that you yeah. heard about her or learned about a specific topic on the show. CancelThisShow.com. I, I would like to have a topic when she comes in, alternative houses. And I, say, and I say that because I lived in the great Northwest. And there were people that would take these these shipping containers and cut into them and make them houses and put them in the middle of the woods. And they were cool as There's hell. There's some here in town. There, there's one. Like, 
damn, that is such a great idea. They can make beautiful homes. Yes. Those are some of the things You can buy that... them for like three grand a piece. <laughs> and people move them around in different ways to where you can create a really neat Yeah, those like Lincoln Logs of houses. Yeah. Well, around the country, there are certain mayors and cities that want to use those for homeless. They're called small homes. They use no, 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 no. Think about taking uh, six or We're seven of these things. Okay, well, you said and then making container. a house. I was talking about it. one shipping container. Well, yeah. that's that's for illegal aliens some to come across take, the border. Some people take like ten shipping containers yeah. and make a house, and then then you can take two of them and make a pool. It's kind of wild how people are making well, those. It's alternative. Houses. It's Melissa alternative says thinking. Elon Musk making ten thousand box houses somewhere. I don't know where you, where those. And there's are. a there's a there's a, like I said before, there's houses that come out of Vegas that they pack up and they fold up and they deliver them right to your property. <laughs> well, you know, Elon Musk lives in a tiny house at the Starlink facility. Well, he, that's one of his homes. Yes, but he, he lives with friends. He doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't even own a home. No. It, he Correct. stays in this little. However, um, he does have tiny a jet. house. <laughs> At Starling. <laughs> I could live in a jet. Yeah. I mean. He does have a jet, so he could have a house if he wanted and to. And Paul said there is one in St. Charles City, and that's the one I'm thinking of. I can take I would love to go drive by it. It I'd is. I'd love to go. I can't recall where it is, um, but it is There's really another neat. thing up in the Northwest is these people. Serious. They buy yurts. Do you know what a yurt is? Yes. A no, yurt is like I a big no tent. Idea. It's like a big tent. And they, they'll lay concrete. They'll put the yurt on the concrete. I don't know how it develops. It, it defends against the wind. But they build a house out of it, and it's awesome. They have nice outdoors. They're right in the middle of the woods. So it's alternative ways of thinking about building a home. But, yeah, not in a nature way. you got to do that out in the country. No, that's, I, I, I don't even know how they get water, to be honest with you. I'm sure they have some kind of septic tank. You know. Well, but, the government is cutting down on yurts and all of these other alternative houses. Why? Because they, they don't want you to be self-sufficient. It's kind and of the living can, off the grid principle. They don't want you Jay to live off the grid. Jay says yurts are very popular in Hawaii due to the cost of homes there. Right. I, I, I have and no the fact idea. you yeah, can't own land in Hawaii. And the weather is decent. Beautiful. Yeah. So and the, not, <laughs> and you, you build them up. I wouldn't up. want a yurt here in Missouri. Why? No. Why? I would. I would. I, it's just. It's just we'll interesting. Okay, and I will you, then. Damn it! You It'll start, be on the Lake of the Ozarks, and you're not invited. <laughs> you can start. <laughs> you well, can start your own reality show from your yurt. Yes. Will the, will the, is it? Will the yurt be right next to your barn dominium, next to your houseboat? <laughs> next, you to do, next to the next runway. Next to the runway. Next to the runway. You could yeah. do all three down there yeah. by the Missouri rivers. Yeah. I joked about earlier. You could. Scotty could build a yurt out on his property, and you could rent it from him. Why Who's to I? say I don't have one? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> It's in his garage right now. He needs to build it still. But and Aaron it's there. says ring catching or wells, not hard to figure out. Exactly. Good point. But illegal in many parts know. of the country. As we have talked about I with am, Tabitha, specifically in the southwest of the United States of Missouri. I'm way too hard of a customer for Kathy. I'll tell you, I would never do myself to her. She said the right thing. She was grinning like, okay, yeah, yeah, sure. Well, go. Mm-hmm. Get me out of here. Have you ever, have you ever heard <laughs> of Remax? They're here, down the road. <laughs> is fantastic. I'm not kidding you. I was just reading yesterday, seriously, about building mm -hmm. wealth because my parents built wealth through real estate. And I'm telling you, that's if you want to build wealth, especially, and it doesn't matter what age you are, you can start today. You you could go get a job well, wealth and never build, build a million well, dollars, you're right. but stays. you can't through real estate. Well, we have wealth, certainly seen our economy and inflation and everything else that's now hitting different times that we live in in America. Wealth is created through things that have a certain value today, but it raise in value over time. And also the ability for these kids, these millennials and Gen Z's who are figuring out how to make money as they're sleeping with some of these weird online things. So well, there's a lot of ways to create wealth, but... 
Tabitha's right. The house that we bought here in St. Louis about 1987, as a matter of fact, we I know my mom bought it at $67,000. And every now and then, I go on to Zillow, and I look at that house, and it says $310,000. And I'm going, <laughs> what the hell? My mom would be rich right now if yeah, she was trying to alive. find a house for sixty-seven. Amen, brother. It's no. not. It's not. And these three hundred and ten thousand dollars houses are going to be worth nine hundred thousand dollars. Exactly. Years. They're going to be worth two hundred. Yeah, yeah. And as Drew from the comment line said, they're all filled with particle wood. These new damn homes. Um, I guess you get what it's you true. For, though. He's right. He's absolutely right. Some of these houses are like they use substandard materials they got popcorn on the ceiling still the popcorn paint on the ceiling that's why you hire kathy and that bingo exactly. and she can find a good builder for you and help supervise that's right the materials all right it's cancel this show.com we're going to take a quick break coming up in hour two we've got eric wanted to take a look at the jacket that damar hamlin the buffalo bill safety that died on the field and came back to life was wearing at the super bowl and if eric sends something man is he passionate about it We'll show you a couple of pictures, get into that whole situation. There's a lot of conspiracy theories saying uh, that he's a clone. His tattoos don't match. He doesn't have a tattoo on his neck anymore that he once had. Tabitha, did you know this? Did you say, do you know this story? No. I'm sh- well, it's because it's a football player and you're anti-sports. I, I know nothing <laughs> about sports. This, and you're the or queen. Players. Very interesting stuff. We're going to show you some pictures. We'll get into that. Going to also hit Lamar Johnson a St. Louis area, spent 29 years of his life in prison. Uh, people coming forward saying, uh-uh. The same people that convicted him and said that they witnessed him commit a murder then came back and said, no, believe it or not, Kim Gardner, a St. Louis circuit attorney, was behind that trying to get him out. But imagine spending 29 years of your life in prison for something you didn't do. Yeah. Um, we'll get into that. Tabitha says Russian warships are now out at sea with nuclear weapons on them. And there's a reason why. And there's a reason why we'll get that. And And it's not what you think. Coming up at 945, we're going to talk with Nicole Marie. She has a new single dropping today. She was a star on American Idol. She's out of Ohio. Uh, Super, super fun woman. We're going to get her story, have a little fun, coming up at 945 today as well. This is Cancel This, CancelThisShow.com. Scotty Gherkin, Eric Johnson, Tab the Hassle. I'm Vic Faust, back in just a couple moments right after this break. White Glove Exotic Services is St. Louis's first concierge vehicle service center. Alex David's team is passionate, certified technicians. They have industry-leading tools and equipment. They do it all. They pick up and deliver your car hands-free. Plus, they have elite detailing service, customized PPF wraps and tenting, and inspection and titling assistance. White Glove also specializes in logistics and storing options, vehicle listings, and consignment. White Glove Exotic Services, check them out at CancelThisShow.com. Kathy Big Strick, owner of Experience Real Estate Partners with EXP, has been one of St. Louis, Missouri's highest selling groups for 26 years running. In that time, Kathy and her team have successfully assisted an incredible 4,000 families. So if you're thinking about buying, building, or selling, be sure to put Kathy's group and their experience to work for you, and you can expect to be moved. Just give her a call at 314-276-SOLD. That's 314-276-7653 or find her online at experience-re.com.
Winties in the Chesterfield Valley, if you don't know, is a family-owned business that has been around since 1994, serving some of the best chicken wings in town, no joke. Also known for their fresh burgers, pizza, and incredible smoked meat. Top-notch happy hour specials are included, plus live music every Friday and Saturday. Oh yeah, you can also enjoy their spacious heated covered patio. It's Winties in the Chesterfield Valley, 18,000 Chesterfield Airport Road. And welcome back to Cancel This, CancelThisShow.com. News, news headlines, politics, cancel culture, society, entertainment. We do it all here. We appreciate you jumping in. We appreciate you sharing the show as always. If you haven't checked out all of the platforms, please do so. Like, subscribe, and share the show. Uh, always, always, always love talking during the breaks. At some point in time, we will get that information out there. We always like your opinions, your comments as well. Well, most of them we do. That's for sure. Scotty Gerkin, Eric Johnson, Tabitha Hassel. I am Vic Faust. Once again, that interview with Nicole Marie has her first big single coming up today. She's going to talk to us at 945 out of Ohio. we got a couple of musicians on the show you know as well with Eric and Scott. I wonder how difficult that is. I wonder if Tra- we get albums dropped and singles <laughs> dropped and on a national level. It's very hard. I mean, well, I don't know what it means. She could be putting it on Spotify for all we know. Yeah, because things have changed. So we'll yeah. we'll find out how that whole show goes and what's happening with her today coming up a little bit later. Tabitha, as we were heading into the break, we were talking about what the hell's going on with Russian warships and a reason in the seas. I mean, obviously, Russia's got this little uh, like kind of war invasion going on in Ukraine right now. Russia is not happy with us right now, us being the United States. And, and so people are seeing... Newsweek released an article talking about Russia has a ship heading towards Norway that is carrying nuclear weapons. They say this is the first time that that Russia has released a ship carrying nuclear weapons in over 30 years. Well, there's a reason. And, and people are like, oh, my gosh, what did Norway do? Why are they going to Norway? It's not about Norway. It's about the United States, because what a lot of people don't know is the United States Marines train in Norway. We have built bunkers in Norway. So all across the Scandinavian peninsula, we, the United States, we train our troops. We have bunkers full of weapons and supplies, etc. And the only reason why we have weapons and supplies and train on the Scandinavian peninsula is in case Russia is ever a threat. And of course, we have Sweden and Finland joining NATO. They both applied to join NATO. Both of those countries are expected to be approved to join NATO. And that means the entire Scandinavian peninsula will be a threat. And of course, they're right along the border of Russia. They pose a larger threat. And now Russia is probably saying, okay, here we have Finland and Sweden joining NATO. NATO is clearly was, was built to go against Russian aggression. And we have United States troops training Marines um, over on the Scandinavian border. And we know they have stockpiles of weapons there. And there's a lot of talk that the United States has troops right now in Norway 
preparing for the eventual war we're going to have with Russia. So that's why Russia is sending the ship All right. over to Norway. Not to bury your comment, but the eventual <laughs> war we're going to have with Russia. We're already in a war. Well, kind of. We're already in a war. Kinda. Not the war that Americans know. Not, not. And we need to just remind people. I mean, you just need to. I mean, when people are here say we're already in a war. We are like, in a oh, war. Okay. But we're not in a physical fighting war. We it's don't a have, different kind of we war. We don't have our U.S. troops in Russia. I mean, in Ukraine yet. We have. We are not in Russia. We don't have troops actively fighting. We have mercenaries actively fighting, veterans actively fighting. We have United States troops all along the border of, of Ukraine waiting to fight. We have a lot of National Guard troops there on the border waiting to help in the fighting. We have Ukrainian troops in the United States right now training to use our Patriot missile defense system. And like we said yesterday, by mid-March, mm. these tanks are going to start arriving. I think it's 387 well, tanks you, you are be going to start how arriving. You, you have to be careful how you surmise this because you know during world war ii we weren't in the war we weren't in europe and we weren't in japan we were just bystanders there was a war and that's kind of what's happening now ukraine and russia are having it out and we're just kind of this proxy have you guys need any help over here and we were throwing help towards britain and we were throwing as much help as we could but we had no business over there and then all of but a we sudden we had troops on the ground well yeah, and we here, finance it yeah and here's the semantics the day that the Jap Japan came over the hills and started putting uh, missiles into the USS Arizona, that's the day that we were in a war. And that's that's how I look at when you say we're in a war. I know it's different uh, psyops wars, and I know there's cold wars, and I know there's uh, espionage wars. I get it, but we're not in a war. When and we, we can't, and we got to be careful we are, how no, we. No, say we don't things. because the, the, no, we don't because here it is. Russia, Russia has already said, "Hey, United States." I know you're States. passionate about it. It's but, not about but, being passionate. But, it's about but being people truthful. like myself, well, I'm not passionate about what you're saying because a, there's no evidence that we're launching F-35s up over over targets what and doing sorties. Being in a war, what constitutes being what in a war? What constitutes in being in a war is, is that the po general population of a country understands that then that's we are not what now constitutes being in a war. That's sure your does. understanding of a war. Cold War was when, different. We understood we were in a cold, a cold war. This isn't a cold war. What we have to remember, whenever you actively bring, because I like the discussion, I do, but I have. To, I'm the kind of person. I'm tactile. I have to touch stuff, and if it's not touchable then it's not real to me. Yeah, that's what I want to listen to you about it. And I love what you're saying. I do. Yeah, I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm trying to learn from you because when I, yeah. I'm like Eric, where I'm like, okay, it may be what we used to know as the Cold War and it could be semantics Correct. in our vocabulary. This isn't, yeah, this is not a Cold War. You have to remember, for A, Russia has already said, we have moved and we have transitioned from the United States being in a proxy war to a direct war because we have taken Ukrainian troops... And we have taken those troops onto our own land, into our own country, and we, the United States, are now tr using our troops to train Ukrainian troops. And so Russia is saying, is, as soon as you took your troops mm -hmm. onto the, your land, onto your soil, and started training them to fight against us, then now it is a direct war. I hadn't heard a Russian official say that, but I trust you. They have. And, and they've said it numerous times. Well, Elon <laughs> also took down Starlink, I believe, because he didn't want to be part of World War Three. 
Is that correct? Is that that's, that's what I heard? I don't know. I know. I remember when he launched Starlink over Ukraine to to assist Ukraine and not Russia. Well, you're talking about over there, not on here. Because I was going to say I have Starlink. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah not no. here. So Starlink was a free service. It's like screw you. Communications will stay up, and Starlink was the mechanism to do that. Now, Elon's saying, look, if I'm look, there's any reason to be the the beginning of World War Three. I'm out, <laughs> which is smart. Yeah. It is smart. Ukraine, if you want network communications, you got to do it yourself. And that's the island that every the world has put Ukraine on. You see what I'm saying? You see where it gets a little gray? It's like this. The It's like 87-year-old uh, grandparents are getting missiles through their living room right now. That is not a good optic for anybody over here that doesn't want a 87-year-old grandma then getting missiles tell, through their living room. Why don't room. you tell you the Ukrainian troops, why don't you tell Zelensky that he needs to behave and abide and, by the Geneva Convention? But he's not. You know what? He Zelensky he's a, is committing war crimes because you know what he's doing? And this is a fact, Eric, okay. stated by even the United Nations who made a, a big report about it. Zelensky's troops are taking their they are barricading themselves in civilian buildings in apartment mm. buildings in movie theaters in hospitals and then they are attacking russian troops from civilian buildings holding civilians hostage that's what they're doing they're using civilians as body shields and then what's happened human shields and then when russia attacks back which they have every right to do they have every right to shoot back then guess what happens a civilians die. That is the that blood is on the hands of Zelensky, not Russia. Well, Aaron Bland from the comment line said that General Miley yesterday had a press conference saying that Russia had been defeated in Ukraine, which is even funnier. No, the offensive is coming, <laughs> and and Russia is going to be all hands on deck. And I think that countries, first of all, the 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 geopolitical stuff about Russia trying to get into Ukraine is crazy. It really is, and they use all kinds of lies to deceive people saying they're going over there to you know nato was about to become a ukrainian a sp- uh, ukraine was about to become a sponsor of nato and they didn't want that and they probably didn't handle this very well but ultimately they wanted access to the sea they wanted all of that land for their you know for uh, farming and agriculture and they wanted they wanted the resources of ukraine that's all they they mm-hmm. wanted to bring the U- soviet union back together this is this is i don't agree with that they wanted the, Putin, russia is liberating imagine this imagine in this. ukraine He's it would not be like this linda b johnson here this is the way you should think about it think of if lyndon b johnson back in the 70s said okay we're giving texas back to mexico because they have they wanted it and we're going to give it back bloom that's it and then for, for, from that point forward, presidents that were elected after that were like, this is bull crap. Texas is ours. And they that's viscerally. That's what's happening here. Yes, it is. No, it's viscerally, not. they want if Texas If you think that's back. what's happening here, then you don't understand the, what's going on. You, Putin, and nor do a lot of Putin people. could not nor, stand nor do a lot of people. The, the USSR being broken up. He is a KGB uh, this, but this operative not, from the 70s and 80s. This is not what this is about, It Eric. is what it's about. No, it's you are not. over. Yes, it is. But what do you think it's about, then? It, what are you saying it, it's about? Russia has been very clear in stating what this invasion is about. <clears> the people who are living in these three regions in the east, Luhansk, Donetsk, in these areas, these people are Russian-speaking people. These people have been being slaughtered by Ukrainians they want the USSR for eight back. years. No, they don't. These people in these regions, they have been praying to be liberated. You know, in Mar- Mariupol, we saw so much information about Mariupol 
uh, being attacked, allegedly, by Russia. These people were not attacked. They were liberated. They're Russians. They wanted to be no. liberated. They're being slaughtered by Ukraine. They're being they're being ostracized. Why were they being slaughtered for eight years again? Because they are Russian-speaking. No. And and the it, it's almost like if you took um, Afghans and, and built a little city here in the middle of St. Charles— and we hated them because they're Afghan, they're Afghani, and yeah. so we took troops and we put these troops into. In no their way, city. shape, or form did Putin say, "I'm having bad dreams about the good people of Ukraine. We got to go save them." No, that you was not. You have no it. freaking idea that was what you're talking it. about. I why do. Would, I mean, I know enough why? about what I'm talking about. You don't because you're I know wrong. It's more, Tara, and you're misinforming people. It, no, it doesn't make sense to me either. But that's why I'm trying to listen to you so I can understand. Russia has always said they have always said, "Let's negotiate." We don't want to take your entire country. We don't even want to remove Zelensky as the president. We want the regions where our people are being ostracized, where our people what are do you being mean they killed. Want the, what do you mean they want the regions? The, the regions in the east. You mean they want the land, like Eric says. They want, it's it's three small areas in the east. No, it's a direct it's, access to the ocean. It's already. It's a trading route. It's already the area where Russians live, Russian speakers live these people who are living there have been living in in fear they're being slaughtered there has been a war raging in these three areas for eight but would you years. compare it to the middle east situation with israelis and palestinians because i know that no. you back palestinians and the the territory even though well no i i back all i i want peace that's all i want there's something okay, but I then back that changes it. well this could i want peace, everyone to be happy but well yeah but come on we all know it. Everybody yeah. wants peace, but you just don't have peace. And everybody says, okay, everything's good. No, yeah. people yeah. die for peace. Exactly. And people die in war. That's what I'm trying to understand if it's not a situation where Russia, yeah, I, I see both things. I see Russia, Russia wants the is, land and they can say we want to liberate people. They're liberating the people. They are but liberating it's land the that they want to. How about that they're just, I, I, I'm not going to say that it's about the land. There might be people who do. But if you, if I've been following that what's been going on in these eastern region of Ukraine for 10 years. Yeah, that's why I'm trying to for listen to For 10 years. It's not like, oh, Russia invaded Ukraine, now I'm paying attention. I was following this long before Russia invaded Ukraine. And guess what? Russia has been threatening to invade Ukraine for eight years. No, well, well, for Putin, eight years. But Putin, because Ukrainians it's not Russia, are killing it's Russia, their nothing. people. It's so Russia, nothing. Good, so it sounds like you say Putin's this peacemaker. I, I think I, I'm not. No, I'm not saying not, Putin's oh a great guy, and I've never said. I that. know, but it can come across. Oh, but, he wants to liberate these people. He's Russia a good guy. Is liberating these people because Ukraine, of course, we know is a country that is completely corrupt. It was established as a Maybe. puppet country to to funnel money, to launder money, to create these bio labs to hide all the things the West, the WEF. Globalism, all There's the things we want to do. Then, in every the meantime, we have neo Nazis in Ukraine. Neo Nazis. We know the neo Nazis are there. Mm -hmm. They're called the Azov Battalion. They are the official guard of Ukraine. They are part of the military. These people where's have Colonel, where's been Joe slaughtering Russians for eight years. <laughs> where's Colonel Joe? Well, Colonel we'll Joe we'll get, would agree with me 100%. I'm sure he would, but still, mm -hmm. geopolitical politics starts at the borders and ends at the borders. You see what I'm saying? Lizzie says Putin is to Russia that Trump was to America. That's absolutely correct. That's a massive statement. Yeah, but Russia, but Trump didn't try to go get Mexico. Trump didn't try to go take over. Well, Mexico over. was never Trump, ours, and Trump, Americans aren't being slaughtered in Mexico. Trump didn't, Trump didn't take a boat down to Puerto Vallarta and try to get it. You know, I mean, it doesn't it's even like, compare. Those situations it, it, don't it, compare. But there was no offensive 
for Trump. Putin, I'm telling you, it's his mindset and the fact that he's protected by military, he's protected by oligarchs who which challenged him and now have been discommunicated by the Russian people. Um, he doesn't have to answer to any kind of Congress. He basically wants the the Lenin and he wants the Brezhnev uh, Russia back. Russia has a parliament. And that's it. Russia has a parliament. Oh, come on. You know, come on. Putin they're, they're has basically, never it's a rubber stamp. It's a He's rubber a stamp. It's a rubber stamp. And, 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 Tabitha, you're, and, you're, you're an and all kinds woman. of things you say are probably correct, but you're talking on the micro level. The macro level is it's like, we're Mother Russia. We are going to take back Ukraine. And it will be not, it'll be over in 24 hours. <laughs> I will come back here with all kinds of barley and we will be able to go to the sea and we will bring them in and they will love us forever. That is his mentality. You and don't the, know what his mentality is, and nor do I. We don't know the man. But here, but we, we, all we can do is look at the statements they've made and the, and the negotiating they're trying to do. They have gone to the negotiating table, I don't know how many times. And every single time they've gone to the negotiating table, Russia and Putin have been very clear and they have said, we don't want to remove Zelensky as president. We're not going to kill him. We don't want, we, they had, what was it, three or four rules. They said they do not want Ukraine to become part of NATO. They want the eastern region, which is three separate regions in the east, because those were already uh, Russian people, Russian-speaking people, and, and just like Crimea. And they want, they, so we're want, living they, just, in, we're living they just want that area. We're living in an era where the Mongolians going over and taking over all of Asia and Rome going and taking over all of Europe and, and the, and the Greek and those days are over the days of, of bigger countries just kind of wiping over the, over smaller countries. Those hold on. It seems like they're over. We have a UN, we have a structure of economic of security. We have, there's all kinds of things in place to keep it, that keep smaller countries safe Ukraine's, no matter how corrupt they are, and I don't disagree with you, Hunter Biden is a fantastic example of what you're talking about, but smaller countries should be in no peril of being railed over. Smaller countries shouldn't say they're going to join NATO against their bordering country. Well, that was but, a factoring. But you're guess right. What? That's guess a good what? point. And guess what? These situations are happening all over the globe, Tabitha. And I'm sorry, I brought up the, the Middle The world East is earlier. dividing. The world yeah, is but, dividing. And, and Kevin from the comment line says... Uh, Anybody that thinks Ukraine should trust Putin uh, should think again. Amen. Um, no he doubt. also says Putin doesn't give a crap about people in his own country, much less people in Ukraine. Well, that's, well then why is it that two-thirds— He's a bad guy, ex-KGB, and the way he went about his invasion against children and women in schools and hospitals that's right. That's right. is absurd. That's right. Well, Kevin is wrong— as wrong as Eric is. Sorry, Eric. If we if we wanted if we wanted Kevin Jamaica, no idea what if we're like, about. oh my God, Jamaica is making so much money on taxes. If the United States wanted Jamaica and said, you have twenty four hours to relinquish your country, or we're coming in to take it. Jamaica never was part of our country. It's not I know, comparable. I know. But if we started launching Scud missiles or our uh, missiles at, at Patriots. Jamaica, Patriot missiles. That's good. If we if we started launching missiles and whatever other artillery we wanted at Jamaica and started killing the residents of Jamaica, would there be honor in them sticking up for themselves? That's a, it's just not it. You, no, you, it's just a, you can't just compare it. It's just the you tactical. Just, the you just tactical. Can't compare sure. the two situations. I'm saying this. At no should point, zero point, should Russian missiles be in the living room of anyone in Ukraine? You're wrong. Wow, that's on tape, isn't it, Scotty? I, tell me you recorded that. But the great thing is that we yeah. all have because our of the reason why. The yeah. reason why. Because I'll tell you what, Eric. If you come to my house in my neighborhood, okay. 
you you're Russia. Yeah. You come into my neighborhood and you're marching down my street, okay? And I take my military and I put it in my neighbor's house. And then I'm shooting at you from my neighbor's house where my neighbors are upstairs in their bedrooms. And you bomb that house because I took it over and was shooting at you. Guess what? I'm in the right, not you. We've got about a minute left. We've been on this topic for 20 minutes, believe it or not. About 19 minutes already. And, and now Russians it's time support Putin, Putin, when we dance. Oh, my goodness. I mean, we got lots of topics we can get to. I'm always told, let's yeah. get to lots of topics. But, man, it's a fiery <sighs> one right now. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> I think we need a, a, a separate recorded segment, and Eric and I can – I'll teach Eric. Oh, I have good video of that Russia. back and forth. Big, yeah, we already got it. <laughs> good. I'm, I'm glad that we got and it. And what Bindi said, Bindi made a really good point, and it's a point I try to make all the time. We always say we need to have these viewing parties. If, if anyone wants to understand the situation between Russia and Ukraine, watch the movie. It's an Oliver Stone movie called Ukraine on Fire, and you will understand every facet of why Russia has done what they've done. Does it take care of uh, Putin and his whole PR campaign? I'm not sure what you mean. Meaning, it you know, he's... I'm trying to be kind in saying this. Vladimir Putin is not a good guy. And he's no not a good guy, he Tabitha. is a good guy. No but, one has but, said he's a good guy. But the message can be mixed when some of the messages that you bring up people, about listen, what Listen, I'm going to tell the truth, and people can take it however they want. If they want to say, oh, Tabitha thinks Putin's a, a god, no, I don't. Do you trust Oliver Stone? Uh, yes, I do. Okay, just making I sure. I trust anyone who's out there defying the odds and telling the truth. And if you watch that movie, you will know the truth. Ukraine is full of Nazis. They're full of Nazis. And people need to know what's going on. I just wonder. I'm, Robert it, don't says you they think call it Ukraine for some reason. Don't you think it's interesting people timing that, that every major power on the planet Earth has been challenging Biden since he got in office, that that maybe spells that he is compromised? Like It's like if Putin saying, if you do anything, Joe, Maybe with I'm going to release this. 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 And this, as a matter of fact, let me introduce you to uh, to uh, Xi. He's the uh, president of China. Hey, do you have anything to tell Joe? Also, if you do anything, Joe, I'm going to release this. I'm going to release this. I'm going to release this. Do you think that he's not compromised? Because I know for a damn fact they would not have done this to Trump. Period. Probably discussion of course, over. Of course, they wouldn't have. Trump, discussion Trump would have over. Dropped a bomb on them and, and been done with it. You know, there's no question. But we have to remember, sometimes we, not Trump, uh, not the United States under Trump, but we, the United States, sometimes we're the bad guy. And sometimes yeah. we have to remember what we see is propaganda. And and a lot of times, maybe we have to remember. I I'm never going to say Putin's a good guy. He has done some things that are terrible. But so have we as a country. You think we haven't done things that are terrible? We've done a lot of yep. really terrible things in this it. country. But I'll tell you one thing. A lot of what we hear about Russia and, and about Putin is propaganda. Because we, as far as propaganda, we are as bad, if not worse, than China. The people in China laugh at us because we make fun of them. They're like, you guys, your government's worse than ours is. Yeah, but we just have to be careful in speaking about a dictator in Putin. I'm it, not going to be careful about it because I'll tell you what. Okay. Well, Oliver Stone is also pro You can be careful about yeah, it. Yeah, but Oliver Stone is Oliver also. Oliver Stone is not pro-communism. He has made comments and he has put work out there regarding that. I have never seen anything about Oliver Stone. Okay. I'm going to go look that up to be sure, that, but I've that, not seen anything And we like can that. catch up with that tomorrow. Great topic so far. We'll continue to cover all of that stuff also. Hey, by the way, um, 
Eric brought this up, and we wanted to jump in. We got a really cool interview coming up at 945 with um, singer Nicole Marie out of Ohio. Um, I'm curious right now. Check out this picture. We're going to talk about DeMar Hamlin. He was the Buffalo Bills safety who was at the Super Bowl. This jacket blew me away. And, Eric, I was shocked that you said, look at this. Like, you sent it to us. I had seen it. I was wondering, in the way that NBC, or excuse me, that Fox did the coverage, they zoomed in on him before the Super Bowl. And when they zoomed in on him, he was wearing sunglasses, and they didn't show a lot of what he was wearing. Yeah. But you're talking about, now there's conspiracy theories. Oh, it's not him. I'm going to assume this is DeMar Hamlin. Okay, he was promoted as DeMar. I'm not going to call him a clone, even though there are those people out there who are saying this is a clone, uh, that a tattoo on the back of his neck before is now gone. But the point of showing the picture, already Dave's like, it's not the same guy. <laughs> it's uh, Tabitha, you need to jump into this subject of anything. I, I'm wondering why people care. Who cares if he's a clone? The jacket, this guy, so if he was saved, he comes out with his jacket and that picture, the head on the quote cross of Jesus, the crucifixion, yeah. is one that's used in some um, devil uh, paraphernalia and it's put on the head of the quote Jesus crucifixion. Um, you hear the things, but this is a guy whose life literally. He was brought back to life, and then he was wearing that. That's the jacket that he chose. Now, he was catching some backlash. Um, you know, Adrian Peterson, uh, running back in the NFL, um, Hall of Fame running back, even yeah. called him out and said, this is disgusting, ridiculous. Yep. I mean, a lot of people were starting a people, and I say a lot, former athletes going, wait a second. Yep. Why would you wear that shirt or that jacket you sent me this picture, and I've been trying to find something here, but I did read something that that, that stitching was a drawing from a fan, a kid, that sent him that while he was in the hospital, and a card, and he had it made into the jacket. But I have not been able to confirm that. Like, and it wasn't necessarily whatever. That's a whole other issue. Yeah. <laughs> that, well, yeah, like, I, like, I don't know. It's, it's, it, it wasn't something that was done... Intentionally, I mean, allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. I right. I, I mean, not. I just don't know because I couldn't find any more information on that. And then when you read, yeah, it's it's very bizarre if that's because that is nothing that that's it's it's bad. Yeah, it's very very bad. Then so the to, so the, the 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 main rub is that this guy was the unifier in chief when it came to making an entire country pray together and bring Jesus back into the home and bring Jesus back into throwing their their prayers at somebody and those prayer, not on purpose and those prayers seem to work it seems like we as a nation prayed this guy into getting better or at least him not dying and so the the turnaround on that was him arriving at the super bowl with a jacket that's completely looking like it's blasphemous right that's the prop, real problem and then the whatever the inscription on the front of it was was like that's not very Jesus like, and maybe it is. I don't. I'm not a total expert on scripture, and that's where. And then you have a Super Bowl where Rihanna comes out as maybe some of the most evil garbage that's ever been on television. Disgusting, just flat out. Yeah, disgusting. and it's like, and it's like uh, the the executives at these companies are like they are completely fine with all this Satanistic garbage that we're seeing. Sam Smith, we're seeing Madonna, it's everywhere. Madonna, Eric. Beyonce. 
It's just, it's just, I mean, the Last Supper being mocked at the Grammys, and it's just one after another after another. And all of a sudden, this guy was like, we're on the same team here. He comes with this jacket that looks like something out of hell. Now, if it is or not, I don't know. To me, it was it just made my stomach turn. It's, it's inappropriate. It's it's blasphemous. Even if a kid did send it to him, you can take a card and be appreciative. Thank the kid. Give him something autographed. Don't make it into a jacket. Yeah, I'd like and to wear see, it to the Super yeah, Bowl. I'd like to talk to that kid and see. Oh, really? Did you really draw this? Where did your inspiration come? How did you come up with that? That's what I would. And, yeah, if that is allegedly, true. I would love and for Tabitha. Said the comment line said it was Jamaican. Uh, who knows? I would. Tabitha is very knowledgeable about stuff. She's very knowledgeable about Not government. She's very knowledgeable about geopolitical. I would like Tabitha to start looking into Hollywood and corporations. Oh, I well, and, oh, I know, but maybe we can she do it can't. off the air and you can tell me. But Hollywood and corporations becoming satanic. <clears throat> I and I'm just going to keep it's it. More I'm, than just gonna, that. I'm just going to I'm just going to maybe that. it is. It is. I'm just going to keep it that simple. I would like to know why corporations and Hollywood and the music industry is completely satanic. And it is not, and it's not even debatable anymore. It's not even debatable anymore. Right. And I'll leave it at there. I'll just, I just would like to know. I'll say it. She works in Hollywood. She can't, Eric. I'm going to say it. I can't talk One, about things. 100%. On this that's show. the most important thing right now in this country. But there country. are things I know. Right now, it's the most important thing in this country because... In our documentation when this country was built, it says, in God we trust. It is literally the founding principle of everything that our com our government does from day to day. I don't think that these people are, are Satanists, first of all. I, I think that, I think a lot of it is to draw attention. Uh, a lot of it is sensationalism. And there, there certainly are Satanists out there, no question about it. And, and I do think that there are people... Uh, not even not as much in Hollywood, more musicians, and that I can talk about. Like, look at Madonna, and look at the comparisons to Madonna and her new face and her hairstyle to a Satan uh, goddess. You know, you can see the statue online. I think there is some really strange things going on out there. I think I think that we, as a world, are fighting a battle between good and evil right now. Oh, I guess that's what I'm talking but about. But my biggest issue is when you see the the Whatever the award show that was just on was it the Grammys? What was I the Grammys? It. it was last week. And I think a lot of that is really just sensationalism. They're just trying to get people to watch. They're trying to bring the numbers up. I don't think that Sam Smith is truly a devil or a Satanist. I, I think he's he has just a video to be a where sensationalist. He... I know, man. But but either way, you know, know what? Man. But think about it from a biblical, think, biblical uh, perspective. It's, it's still wrong. wrong. It's still wrong. They're still Scotty, what do you think about it? Yeah, would you mean side. you're a, you're in a original project? Would you ever, if your producer said you got to go all devil on me, man, because we're going to make some money? Would you ever do it? No, no, no. But because, there so are I sit others here producing who would a say, podcast. <laughs> but, these, but these people are doing good. These people are. Think about Christians. how good he would look with horns coming out of his head. He would be amazing. Hey, they're under my cans. <laughs> Exactly. Hey, Scotty, would you get a chance if you could see the video I sent you? If it was an interview that Damar Hamlin did, if there's any way to load that. I watched it last night. He was on with Michael Strahan the other day, and hopefully we can play this for you, but I'll tell you about right now. I'm going to load it. It may start to play automatically. I'll try That's, to pause it if well, it does. Well, we'll set it up here. Michael Strahan, his first question was, what did the doctors tell you about your situation? 
regarding how you got into that. And I know there's keywords that we don't say on this show, but what happened to you? What did the doctors tell you? Michael Strahan, we'll, you'll hear him hopefully ask the question. And Damar Hamlin? Got it. What? Watch what Damar Hamlin does or says, and what do you think about this as we, we play this? From and action. <laughs> That's my first time doing that. <laughs> so, let's go back to January 2nd. As you're facing off against Cincinnati Bengals, playoff implications on the line. How, how are you feeling? before the game and, 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 and when you were out there. Normal? Super normal, feeling great, you know. I'm thinking, finish the regular season strong, trying to get ready for that, that playoff push. Burrow in the shotgun, three-step drop, looks to his right, wide open, T. Higgins underneath. In the course of the game, you make the tackle. Do you remember standing up after you make that tackle? Um. That's something I don't really want to get into deep into in the details of. But it's something I'm still trying to work through, you know, why it happened to me. So the question, that was one of the questions Michael asked, but the other question about it, he says, what did doctors tell you? That was, that was edited. So he asked him and he said, and he sat there for like 20, 30 seconds. He didn't say a word. And then he just goes, what you heard him say, uh, that's something I don't want to get into. The question that Michael asked right there was not the, the specific question. The specific question was, what did doctors tell you about why this happened to you <clears throat> or and, oh and how you God. came back? Literally, as Bendy just said, the silence was deafening. That clip was edited. I thought it was the real one. That's why I said I went looking for it. I watched it last night. The, the first question is what doctors told you about why this happened to you. Well, why? And then he, he thought about it for about 20, 30 seconds. De he just, this is in there. He's just looking down at the ground. I saw that. And looks up and goes, it's something I don't want to talk well, about. Well, why do you think? NDE? So I, I, number one, he wanted to not get into a certain situation. COVID? Whether the NFL. Vaccine? Whether the NFL. Cupcake? Too late. Yeah, yeah whether the NFL. Um, didn't want him to say about something, whether he got a cupcake, whether it was, uh, it was pandemic ominous. related. Yeah, very ominous. Why would he not answer? And and what I would like to know, and I paid and, off, threatened. You know, cardiologists, don't you? We need to reach out to a cardiologist and find out <laughs> is somebody who will speak to you, even if it's off air. I'll get one and and say, hey, we we are being told in the medical community to not discuss these things because you know I have a, a heart arrhythmia. That, that's no secret. I just recently visited my cardiologist and what was so crazy, they gave me an AKG and the lady was like, you have not had any of the cupcakes, correct? And I'm like, that's correct. And she seemed relieved. And she didn't say that, but she seemed relieved, like, good. We don't have to worry about you because you've not had the cupcakes. Yeah, I don't understand. It could it, go there's two something ways. going Is on. Is it a spiritual thing? Is it a medical thing? Is it an NFL thing? He might have saw something that scared the crap out of him. I think, too, I think you're have. right. You, since you asked me, Eric, mm -hmm. I 100% think it's an NFL thing. Yes. Which has to do with a medical thing. No doubt in my mind. That he, the NFL does not want him talking 
about what happened to him and why. Because think what that would do with the morale of the rest of not Bingo. only his team, but the other teams. Because guess what? They've all been cupcake. Mm. Most and, of the NFL, yes. most of the NFL has been not all. Not all. Really? No. I thought the NFL no. was all nope. cupcakes. Nope. They're no, they're not. Aaron Rodgers did all and now it's coming out. Tom Brady wasn't. Mm. Um, all these athletes said, Well, we we got like Aaron, when Aaron Rodgers, it was found out oh, that that's he right. hadn't. You're right. He said, well, I've been taking care of myself because they all have their own private doctors. And those big stars that the private doctors were told not to. And that's totally them. fair. These guys are machines as far as their their physical abilities are. So I totally think if you have the cash to go spend on world-class treatment and not get cupcaked, <laughs> more power to you, man, because you got the money to actually – be in therapy for the rest of your NFL career. Did you hear the statements that some of the other players made after this happened? No. They, I, I watched a video where they all made various statements, and they said, you know what? Yes, it occurred to me that that could have been me. And they, and one of the guys even said, I have to put it out of my mind or I won't play again. But because it, it could happen to well, me. Did you hear there's another soccer player that just dropped yeah, in? Yeah, a, a Belgian goalie. Every another day, guy, just every, every day. Dead. How do soccer players... It's like a marathon runner, just a, a gaggle of marathon runners dying from cardiac arrest. I, I just thought Michael Strahan did a terrific, I mean, what a great, I mean, it was a great, and I mean great, great question. Why didn't he push him, though? I would have pushed him a little it. bit more. Well, he may have, too, but also, if you're getting that interview, guess what? And you're getting that exclusive, and this is how it works, because I was in the business for 24 years. You also have to abide by guidelines when you get those interviews, or mm. you'll never get an NFL interview again. And Strahan got it because he's a former NFL player, Hall of Fame player, and a, he does a pretty good and job a, and a damn good host. Yeah. And to the see, NFL, they don't want their guys to be scared to go out and play. It's money, money, That's money. That's what money. it all comes down. You to. don't go against the NFL in anything. It is one of the biggest businesses sure in the is. world, it sure and is. the NFL dominates. Amen, brother. All right. So, real quick, going back to our original conversation, we started the show about this uh, the train derailment. Um, I just found a picture from someone that posted something on Facebook. Yeah, I guess uh, it makes sense with our next guest, who's from Ohio. Exactly. So I figured I'd just throw this up there for you guys. This is a picture above uh, from a plane right above. East Palestine in Ohio, if wow. you can see that there. That's a nuclear um, bomb. The, the cloud area and then the black circle around the area of where. Oh my gosh. And that is just oh my toxic. Gosh. That is just toxic <clears throat> debris right there. Passenger oh, photo while plane Ohio. flew near East Palestine, Ohio. And, and I'm glad you said it that way because I couldn't remember the way they pronounce it. It is Palestine. Palestine. Not Palestine or Palestine. Palestine. East, Pal East Palestine. I just saw that and Palestine. I was like, wow, we should we should." And for our listeners for sure. on podcast who aren't watching the video, what it is is just imagine cloud cover and then a massive circle that is all black. Looks a like mushroom a, cloud. It looks like a black eye of a hurricane. Yeah. It's it's it, and, and that's not just ash. That is acid <clears throat> rain. It's vinyl chloride and other chemicals and compounds that went up in a mushroom cloud, very similar to a nuclear bomb. And think about what goes up comes back down. Wow. And not only that, but it spreads out over a very large area. It's a very serious catastrophe that, that that's going to take place. That town has to shut down. More than the town. That is, that's Times Beach right there is what that is. How far is it gonna, going to spread? All the way down to Pittsburgh. All the way down uh, the Columbia River. Or not the Columbia River, but the Ohio, uh, what is it, the Ohio River? What and is how is it going to affect us? How's it going to affect us? Well, fortunately, we're on the west of this, so the weather patterns aren't. Well, it's going to come bring down the Mississippi. No, it will not. It will go. It'll go towards. Um, uh, it'll go east. 
from there, and we're we're on the west side. Of that. So it won't necessarily affect us unless it gets in the well, water. Well, whenever table. Ohio floods, I don't the know. Flooding I, comes I, here down I, the Mississippi. You're right. I'm not a I'm not a geological um, expert by any stretch It'll of the imagination. It'll come straight down it's, the Mississippi and into the Gulf. It's a lot of contaminants going in and killing a lot of fish. I'll tell you that right now. That's where we where we stand. If I was I, Norfolk, is that who you said? I could, Norfolk Southern. Yes. You guys yes. better be writing some big ass checks, dog. Seriously, you have a lot of families that need to get the hell out of there immediately. There's nothing okay about your houses. You start writing some checks. If that puts you out of business, so the hell be it. We'll find some other train company that can do your job a lot safer than you can. If this is Pete Buttigieg's uh, fault, he is immediately fired without any pay on the other side of this thing. I don't think it's his fault, but maybe the reaction and the... Maybe, the way they, maybe they we shouldn't this. be sending money everywhere else for all these stupid things that they yes, want to do and Scotty. fix the damn rail I system. I just feel people feel, feel, feel for those people in Ohio, that's for sure. Civil War area break systems on these trains. Yeah, the, th- uh. the stuff that goes west is the weather patterns. So anything that's in the sky right now is going uh, is going to the east. I'm sorry. Did you see what Lisa just posted? She said Norfolk Southern offered $1 million to all the families in East Palestine. You know why? Not enough. It? Not enough. You know why? Not enough. Because they know they they like I said earlier they classified this train as non hazardous. These people had no idea what was Wait, moving. Was through that their a million area. per family? Per family. I'm. That's what I have not confirmed that. But okay. That's you what know what? I, I digress. A million dollars is a million dollars is like, look, we screwed up here. You can pay me a million dollars. I now have enough money to go set up another life somewhere else. Yeah, now you just, you but, just, but what just, about the health impl- hope implications? Your medical bills uh, good more. point. If I it's even, killing fish and yep. animals, how's it going to affect these people who breathe that yep. in? Yeah, but you cannot, you cannot be, whatever you pay out later, they have got to take a big truck and say, you're out, you're out. You got five minutes to get the hell out of here. That's it. So I just, I, you're right. I was looking at Norfolk and Southern's profit earlier. And, and Helen, if you're watching, I have to look at my phone once in a while to look at numbers. So Norfolk Southern Corporation, they made $12.745 billion in 2022. They've got that's good a, insurance, that's that, for yep, sure. That's a 15% increase from 2021. Their executives pocketed an extra $3.4 to $13 million. And guess what? Rail workers, remember when the rail workers wanted to strike? They get zero pick say they get zero paid sick days, mm-hmm. and they are denied their constitutional right to strike. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll continue to follow that subject as it goes. And a better subject. And speaking of Ohio, um, we now welcome to our show Nicole Marie. Nicole, thanks for joining us today. We're talking to you about music and an awesome day for you. Had you heard about the stuff in Ohio? Because you're joining us from some point in Ohio. Someplace in right. Ohio, right? Good morning, everybody. Oh, I'm hello. so excited to be here today. Um, I have my coffee ready, and um, <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, and and I just want to give a big shout out to GS3 George for having me on the show, and um, just giving God giving God the glory for for being here today. You know, just giving Him praise for just just protecting me, and and you know. I have to say that because he's been a very strong person. Amen. Well, we cover a lot on this show, and GS3 said you guys got to get Nicole on today. You have a single drop today. First of all, tell us a little bit about yourself and what's happening today. Heck, I was reading through all of your connections with the Jackson family as well. I was like, man, she's been around music royalty her whole life. I'm very, I'm, I've been very, very blessed. I, I can tell you that, you know, I'm a singer songwriter. I'm a producer. I'm an actress. You know, I do it all. But I, um, 
I started, you know, it's been a grind. It's been a grind for many, many years. And yes, I've been really blessed to be able to work with um, Joe Jackson, rest in peace. You know, I, my brother and I had a company called Rock Me TV. We started an internet television company back in the day when, when nobody even knew how to stream live. So it was very, very different times. Man, we're, we're super interested. There's, I'm a musician. Uh, okay. Our producer's a musician, and we come from old school days when uh, Sony Records and EMI Records used to be around. How are you releasing your album? Are you doing it digitally? It's called Fireworks, too, by the way. Yeah, are you releasing it on an, Are you releasing it on all digital? Do you have a record label picking you up? How is it working now? So I have a new song I wrote. It's called Fireworks, and it's being released nationally with national radio play on all social media platforms and it's um, produced by the legendary DJ Ranji. So um, a shout out to Ranji because he called me up and he said, I got, I got this song. I, I just, I need you to write to it. And I, and whenever he tells me something like that, I'm on it. I never, ever, you know, take it for granted. I said, you know what? I have to write to this song. So right. I wrote to it. I recorded it a week later and here we are. So it's being released and uh, it's called Fireworks. Nice song account. of Celebration. You know? Cannot wait to hear it. And no, and and we'll try to show it. you're an you're R and B pop, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I am, but I also write for other artists, and it can be anything. So I write for I can do country, I can do pop, you know, anything. I can write you a song. You know, is it hard and difficult to get music played? Um, Eric was talking about streaming, where you can download things. I mean, we know that sometimes. There, there's word out there with actors and sometimes rappers where you need to, for for all intents and purposes, quote, sell your soul to the devil or say, I'll give you all rights to my image and how I dress and how I look. Have you found that to be the case as well? Well, let me tell you what I do every morning. I, I go and I read the scriptures. So if you look at like Isaiah 41.10, and I am not a preacher, but I have a lot of faith. So I, when, I, when I read the word, you know, he says things like, fear not, I'm with you. Be not dismayed. I am your God. I'll strengthen you. I'll help you. You know, I'll uphold you with my righteous right hand. When I look at that type of stuff, I don't think about selling my soul or anything like that because I know who I belong to. You know, I know I'm a child of God. I know that. And I hope and I pray every day that the things that I put out into the world are positive and, um, you know, that I'm setting a good example for people and children who are watching the stuff that I'm doing. So, you know, I, I really I'm real conscious of that, really conscious. What do you think about your the audiences right now? The audiences is like you have to amp everything up way beyond uh, it, what looks comfortable to me on stage. When we watched the Grammys the other night, it was, and I, maybe you disagree, it looked very satanic. It looked very blasphemous. Is it, do, you, is it, do you have to go way above and beyond to get an audience these days um, and just kind of, uh, I don't know, I mean, be maybe more sure. on the evil side of things? <laughs> I mean, is, so you, I, you do music, right? Uh, oh, well, yes. I, I, yeah. My, my, my heyday was way back when we used to actually have what, what are called A&R people. Uh, artist yeah. relations. I don't even know if that's a thing anymore. But it's uh, yeah. But we did not have to do that, Vic. We did not have to go out and and be that bombastic. But I'm I'm just wondering the audience that you're playing to right now. Do they expect more from uh, the the musical talent they listen to? Um, you know, I don't know because I, I I what I you know when I write music, I write it because it's a passion. I love it, and so when I put it out, I don't really I'm not really thinking about oh. 
is this person going to like it? Or, you know, what do I have to do to get it out there? Right. You know, because that puts a lot of pressure on myself. And then that makes me feel, you know, I don't, I don't like to do that. I kind of just write what I'm feeling. And then, you know, I hope that people like it, but ultimately I'm writing it because it, it was a vibe. It was just a vibe at that time. Right. right. So, and, and, and hopefully people Good. like it. Yeah, and it's called, yeah. it's called fireworks. Is that correct? Yeah. Hi. 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 Yeah. <laughs> it's called fireworks. And can you tell us the inspiration? Is this a, a Christian song? Is that Great correct? question. Well, you know, it's so it, it's a song about celebrating life. Um, and I do mention in the song that, you know, we're celebrating life. We're praising God. We're, we're making it to the to another level. And, you know, just just about and I do say that I'm like, we're praising God. And, and it's just about celebrating life uh you know all the positive things being in a in a room with good energy and and that's really what it's about you know i i always like to put in there certain things that i'm feeling so i like you know i i want to i want to do things with my music that that praise him sometimes good. you know i would think about it and say hey should i do gospel mm-hmm. but then i'm like but i really like r&b you know yeah. i really like r&b so why can't i just add what i'm thinking in my r&b songs you know yeah. and you know and spread the word if i can that way and and so far so good do you have a video coming out do you have a video and live performances that we can see you at yeah, I, I have so I have a lot of uh, videos out, but the one video I'm really excited about is uh, fireworks because we're shooting it in New York City, March third. Nice. We have so many people that are going to be there and supporting, and I just want to thank everybody who's going to come out. Um, you know, there's going to be a lot of people, so it's just going to be really great. A lot of people that I haven't seen in like 20 years. So. Right. That's it's so going to be like a celebration of life. Everybody's there, you know, having a good time. And how was um, how was your experience with American Idol? I'm just oh, I was reading through your bio. I mean, did that yeah. get, you were on music your whole life? But did that kickstart you in any way? Did it make you happy? Did it piss you off? I I'm just curious. With with well, you know, you win some, you lose some, right? So I I audition for a Cleveland Idol, which was part of the American Idol thing. And I won top 10, top 10 in Cleveland, Ohio. So I got to sing at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, which was really, really dope. I was able to, you know, just just get out there and do what I love to do. So it was it was a good experience. And no, no, I think American Idol gives a voice to people, you know, uh, any platform that Whatever you can do on a platform, if you can if you can put out good energy, that's that's always a great thing. It's up to the person to, to be able to put that good energy out. So anybody can provide a platform. It's what do you do with your platform? You know, so mm-hmm. I you know, I have a company right now that I'm partners with. I'm a co-founder. It's called Jatango. And uh, actually, George is a part of that company as well. And, you know, we, we do we put everything together. It's music. It's Jatango. Jatango is, you know, have you ever heard of like QVC? Yes. Oh, yeah. Home Shopping Network. Yeah. Well, that's kind of like what we built. It's oh. My brother, Phil, shout out to Phil. You know, he he's like a technology guru uh, way before his time. But he um, we call it Chitango. It's it's we created a technology that allows anyone to pretty much go live on their social media. Wait a minute. And, you you know, need to write that down. That's we yeah, talk about that on the show all the time. Good. So are you so you're an entrepreneur is what it sounds yes. like. Yes. I'm trying to do, I'm doing everything. Yeah. Do you, yeah. do you find that being an entrepreneur is easy for you guys or is it, is it challenging? And then what advice would you give to some uh, younger people that might want to get in the same space as you? 
this is my advice because you know what? I'm still grinding at this. I'm still learning something every day. Right. So my advice is, you know, if you believe in something, go for it, do it. If you have this idea and the problem is everybody tries to shoot down your idea when you got an idea. Okay. They are, you know, this won't work That's or this truth. won't work. You can't do that. <laughs> the, the truth is you can do it. You can do it. Right. right. So it's it, my advice is do what you believe in. If you believe in something, do it and, and stay consistent because that's how that that's what happens. You you're, you're consistent. You constantly are doing something and it ends up working. Well, we'll continue to keep in touch with you. And of course, we can't wait for this to drop. We'll go find it on Spotify. It's called Fireworks by Nicole Marie. And we appreciate you taking the time to join us today. Keep in touch with us and especially through GS3. Yes, I'm listen, I'm really grateful you guys had me on the show. I love your show. I was listening to the show this this morning and I just I can't believe it's like it's like the news. It's a major. Y'all are major. <laughs> hey, I love it. And, and so are you if you think that with us. We're grateful. Nicole Marie, welcome in. Congratulations. Keep us posted on everything, okay? God yes. bless you, girl. Thank you. Thank you guys. Have a good day. Bye, Nicole. Love yeah, it. she's great. Love her energy. I can't wait to hear fireworks. It sounds so amazing. I'm not the musical, obviously, one out of the group, so I don't know a whole lot about no, that. You're the connoisseur. You're yes, able to you're pick. Definitely a connoisseur. You don't make the wine, but you're able to swish it around in That's your mouth and right. see if you like it. That's right. I, but she has such. <laughs> and you she might did have, have such the good energy. <laughs> well, and I, I really like the the fact that she knows Joe. I love Joe Jackson. That she knows Joe Jackson. Oh yeah, yeah. And she's the she, okay. She's the spark of life that I feel that I'm always talking about on this show. It's like the younger generation being entrepreneurial, seeing where the opportunities are, waking up and going and starting a television show like a shop of, or a, like a QVC and then having enough gumption to continue to write music. That's what the country and Christian needs. Music. And Christian yes, music. and on top of that, you're not wearing all red. And um, never mind, I'm just going to stop right there. And, and she's R&B pop. She said, hey, I could have gone to that, but I decided to stay where I was. The funniest thing just happened. I have no idea, Tabitha. Please tell me that nothing bad is happening. With what? Tabitha's I know. Show, my, I don't know if I can put show it Show what's watching. Show oh my, my God, watch please. is like gone crazy. Please tell me that's not your Illuminati watch. Please <laughs> tell me you, Please tell me you're not wearing Illuminati watch. It's saying a, you're about to explode. Apple watch, but it just turned all red and is like buzzing, and I have absolutely no idea why. Oh, my. I don't They're feel listening. safe in this room. All of a sudden, They're listening. Scotty, please take us out of here. <laughs> okay, no, it's back. It's back to They normal. don't want us to talk about the battle between good and evil. Good God, that and was we the weirdest do... thing ever. Your watch, has never, your watch has never gone all red like that? No, I don't know what happened. It was like What in the me. name of did God? Did you see it? Yes, I did, ma'am. It was like in just a plain entire red screen. Like it's, it's you did it on purpose. They're listening to us. They're listening to you. <laughs> I wish I did it on purpose because I do it more often and freak people out. <sighs> Oh my gosh, Carlene says I quit wearing Apple watches. Tabitha's watch is gone. Oh my mad. God, I can't believe they what you are the you weirdest, do. most interesting individual well, on the planet. Well, weird things happen to me, but I wear my Apple watch because I have a heart arrhythmia. And my watch tr- constantly tracks my well, heart. Well, that's rate, even and worse. I yeah, did that have something to do with your that's heart? That's even worse. No, no, no. Mm-mm. Are you sure? I'm positive. Why did it go all red? I don't have the faintest clue. I don't know. Maybe it's the aliens. Maybe it's red for the devil. You know, you're supposed. I don't to, know. You're supposed to meet your pickup in about an hour. Um, they're gonna. 
The black helicopters are already landing outside. They're probing of you, Tabitha. Yeah. They don't want Steve Jobs is still alive and he wants to have a discussion with you. Oh my gosh. Um, I just want to say congratulations. Uh, I don't know what you say to somebody who spent 29 years of their life behind bars in the St. Louis area. Lamar Johnson spent 29 years of his life convicted because of testimony of somebody who lied. Two guys who actually committed the crime and killed said that they saw him do it. Went to prison for 29 years. Laws changed where they were able to go back, look at the case, and admit the testimony of, believe it or not, somebody lies and puts you to prison, and then they come back and say that they lied. Happens all the time. All wow. the time. Well, it does. There are so come many back. innocent people sitting in prisons right now. Oh, but they it's don't insane. get to get out. And it's... they don't have the opportunity. Because, you know, a long time ago, we didn't have the DNA technology we have now. And people went to prison for because somebody said, hey, it was him. I saw him. There's a lot of innocent people sitting in prison. And thank God one more has been released. I, there's there's I don't even I, I don't know what you do, how you how you make amends. There is no way to make amends for something like it's, that. It's measured in you millions. Can't. It's measured in millions. Uh, even no, no amount of money makes up for your freedom, though. And so peaceful in, in regards to how he's responded in regards to what happened to him. Completely fabricated, lied about to hurt him and put him in prison. Then the same people who lied come back and say, we lied. Happens and, all the time. And that's what gets him yeah. out of prison. Good. And I so mean, what, and it shouldn't have taken this long. The flaw that we have many flaws in this country, especially when, when it comes to our judicial system. There are so many cases out there where the prosecutor or the government or local government, they know that the person's innocent. They know the DNA doesn't match. And yet they won't even listen to an appeal. Correct. And it's Kim so Gardner sad. did. Kim Gardner, St. Louis Circuit Attorney, that that's definitely a victory for her in this it's situation. It's probably the only thing she's ever done that she should get credit for. <laughs> yeah. uh, but it's the one thing that will be remembered amongst everything else. And um there you go. <laughs> I'll, I'll leave it. She at, thinks at that. everyone's innocent, so it wasn't really that much I of a stretch know, for her. You said I know I wasn't gonna go there, but Tabitha, you were we were on the okay I because gotcha. it's a fact that somebody actually confessed to confessed to murdering a kid and kim gardner said we don't have enough evidence yeah a confession is evidence yeah it is and in this case it was too it was evidence to say we'd put him in and it was evidence when they said we didn't tell the truth we lied so anyway lamar johnson um he you know he had his meal with his attorney in the st louis area, maggie o'brien's really yeah went right into maggie o'brien's for his first meal oh out I of love prison Maggie with, O'Brien's. A, with his an attorney. Uh, They're redone, Maggie O'Brien's in downtown. Probably because they Louis. still have the same menu as they did when he went into prison, which is a good thing. <laughs> it's a good thing. Don't mess with what's good. All right. We appreciate you joining us today for canceltheshow.com. Canceltheshow.com. Uh, you can catch all of our original content on our website at canceltheshow.com. Continue to share the show. Thanks again to Kathy Helbig Strick for coming in. Uh, 314 276 sold. Expect to be moved. And to Nicole Marie, who we'll have back on to talk about what's happening in her life with her music, her career, and, of course, everything else that she's doing and feeling led to do. Great show, guys. That's yeah. it. Bye. Yeah. I'm I'm still freaking out about that watch over there. I've never seen anything They're like it either. Not they, me. They probably Not are. Me. Scotty Gherkin, Eric Johnson, Tab I'm on the their hassle. side. I'm on, I'm on Biden's side. I'm Vic Faust. Have a great day, Patriots. <laughs> we'll talk to you later. <laughs>